Hello everyone, welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 30, and my name is Henry. Brayden. And Chloe. And today we're going to be talking about Joe Wright's Darkest Hour. Then we're also going to be doing a retro review of The Imitation Game from 2014, another World War II biopic. And then we're also going to be talking about a little bit of news, maybe kind of recap some of the Golden Globe winners or something. We have to talk about the Golden Globes, Rob Lowe. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> yes. We can talk about it briefly. Uh, we'll touch on it. Uh, Golden Globes. <laughs> and then yeah. we also have <laughs> yeah. some, some listener mail and all the usual stuff. So thank you for joining us. How's everybody doing? Brady? Okay, it's a Wednesday. I have to work later. I got to get to the gym <laughs> at some point. But, uh, all things considered, I'm doing okay, I guess. Good. Chloe? I'm good. Good. <laughs> I keep leaving things on the top of my car. What? I've done it four times, like four separate occasions this week. <laughs> I've left things on top of my car and driven away. What have been the items? Uh, two coffees. Huh. Which is bad. That's normal. I guess. I'm not as like... long as you're not driving by somebody in a Corvette and it flies off and lands in their lap, I think you're okay. That's true. Or straight in their lap. Yeah. So they can drink it. Yeah. Now, that would be cool. That, that That's one of those. Let me tell you a story here. <laughs> no, this is this is awesome. Uh, I The last time I went to an amusement park, I was 24, 25, I think. A good friend of mine and I decided we wanted to just take a day trip up to King's Dominion, right? And setting aside the fact that we didn't really have a whole heck of a lot of fun and we were just exhausted by the end of the day. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we were too old to really enjoy amusement parks anymore. Oh, no. But we did get this cool story out of it. So we went on a roller coaster, and I forget what it was called, but it was one of the ones with the big loops and everything. Yeah. And hand to God, this is this is the gospel truth here. <laughs> he was wearing a baseball cap, and we, you know, going through the loops, uh, we, we go through a few, and his hat stays on, and then we go through another one, the hat phew, falls off, right? Yeah. And this had happened before to my dad when we went on a on a flume ride uh-huh. at uh, Bush Gardens or something. Yeah. When I was a tiny, tiny kid, so I, we we both figured up, oh, Pat's gone, forget it. So we get off the ride, we're walking out the gate, and somebody, we were my friend Steve and I had been sitting in the front, and there was a guy at the back comes running up to him and says, "Hey, I think this is your hat." No freaking way. Absolutely dead shit. Because no, apparently sweet. when we were at the top and his hat fell off, they oh, were coming up sense. the bottom, yeah. and so the hat went boof right into his lap. Brent, I was kind of hoping... And it, was super, it was going to fall back on his head. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was like, you'd be going on another loop. <laughs> oh, I was thinking same hoop. Or yeah. kind of, next time you go around, it pops back up. That, that, that would have been super, super cool, but the cool. likelihood of that happening is so I, infinitesimally I left, small. I left my book on an international... It was The Magicians. It's a good TV show. Mm. I left my book on a flight once to Chicago, and then I found the same book on really? the flight back. Oh, that's funny. To, from a different place. We went to Chicago, then somewhere else on the way back. Yeah. This, was it the same day or was it several days later? Several days, like two weeks later. And the book was still there? Dope. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was the same book. This one was in much better condition. So either I was someone like, s- ironed my book or I don't know. Yeah, I was going to cool, say, because I know they go through and clean out those cabins. Yeah. There's no way they're just going to leave a book, well, a dirty book just sitting magic. there. Magic. The magicians. Exactly. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? It's so sad. I can't remember like anything I've done this week lately. It's I think okay. it's just because like it's break and like all my friends are here and stuff. 
sushi too many times. I know that. That's fun. Mm. Oh, my friend, Meg's. Oh, the meal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it wasn't Meg. Who was it? One of my friends got, like, cut in the, caught in the conveyor, not cut, in the conveyor belt thing. You know, for the, oh, you can eat sushi, it's on a conveyor belt. And and which sushi like, place oh. are you going to that they've got that conveyor belt? Rock and roll. Mm. Where's that? I don't eat sushi, so I don't know. What? I don't know. I no, like I like sushi, but you know it's it's funny for for it's like for my main food group. The almost year I spent in Japan, I'm not like bananas about sushi. Mm-hmm. It's good. I enjoy it, but it's not my favorite thing. My parents much prefer sushi here. You know what I love? Japan. Ramen, and you can't get good ramen in the states. Yeah. I mean, you can, but it's, Have you, you know, ever had New a York. ramen burger? A ramen burger. They use ramen as fun. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> like uncooked. Well, I, I just, I'm just remembering all the little ramen, yeah, the little ramen shops in Japan, and you could go in and they'd have 80 different, I'm not, I'm not doing like have 80 you, different you types of ramen. You haven't watched Girls, right? I watched about five minutes of it and found it so utterly repellent There's that I never There's a bunch about Japan, because one of the girls goes to Japan. Well, I'd be more interested in that if I hadn't been myself. A little spin-off. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, bring your brain I would... <laughs> oh, careful there, bud. It's not me, I promise. You sure? Yeah. All right. I'm just being normal loud, not like super okay. loud. It seems a little crispy. Hot mic. Yeah. Hot mic, hot mic. Hot mic. <laughs> <laughs> I would love girls to just all be redone, but brain's just in it. Well, like, with no lines, just commentary. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Totally MST3K girls. That's that's no, but you'll just always be in the background, just kind of like shrugging. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) You know, Malia Obama was an intern for girls. Oh, was she for like a whole year? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Good for her. That's good, except having to be around Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham and Jackie Antonoff broke up, y'all. I know nobody cares here except for me, but I don't even. Who? Don't. Let's not get we're, into it. We're thrilled. <laughs> okay. We should be thrilled because that means people are sad, I guess. But, like, he could do a lot better. Okay. He's a nut job. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Well, that's really cool. Leave a lot of things on top of the car. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> well, it's better than me. I've been having to listen to podcasts on my phone. Because oh, I had a, I had my car battery replaced, which reset my radio, and I have to enter a code, and to get the code, I have to call a Honda dealership and give them my PIN number, and it's it's a process. It's a, whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Yeah. So I've been listening to podcasts on my phone as I drive because I can't tune into NPR or the BBC now, um, and I keep mistaking it for for a few days. I kept forgetting to put my car into park when I was <laughs> Why? Because I'd, I'd be fiddling with, I'd, you know, I'd oh. pull the car in, and then I'd turn the phone off, and I'd forget to put the gear shift in the park. That's funny. Yeah. I used to do so that a lot. I, don't... I, I haven't done that in a few days. Unfortunately, I haven't done that on any kind of incline. <laughs> oh, no. So. I had a really awkward first kiss when I did put the car in park. <laughs> was... Were there mouth abrasions? Somebody's tongue was bitten? No, it just went way off track. Went way off, off track. target. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I startled the the young woman. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. that'll teach you, Henry. Just don't bother. But we went out again after that, so it was, it was all right. Well, there you go. I, I guess it wasn't 
true a bad love. startling. It was it was just a true love that's now over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. young love yeah. does it does it ever last? Okay. Very rarely. Yeah. My Megan Mary's parents they met when they were in like kindergarten and they had a little fake wedding and stuff like a little pretend wedding and everything. And they have pictures from it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they liked each other throughout school, but, like, they never talked about it, whatever. And then he moved away, and then he came back to visit, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I love you. You can't leave again. Now they're married. Oof. With two uh, ridiculous children. Wow. I know. That's great. That's quite the story. He works on a map. He, like, sells maps. That's his job. I He's never not a this. cartographer, but he sells just, maps. Yeah. A map salesman. You know? <laughs> a map salesman. And apparently there's, like, a gift shop where he works and everything. It's just maps. I'm obsessed with this because I just found out, like, she's been my best friend since, like, fifth grade when we met, and I just found out that he sells maps. Is there anything unique about these maps, or? They're just maps. They're just all kinds. It's yeah. hilarious. What the heck? Yeah. Weird, right? I mean, is it just road, you go to AAA and you buy a road map, and that's, or is it big reproductions of? Is it, like, historical maps? Yeah, no, that would be cool if they had, like, big reproductions of the Western Front from We'll have to you take know. a field trip to Burlington and find out together. Yeah. Okay. On on air. On air. We'll do, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Oh, you should have. We should have done that with the Golden Globes. I was. Oh, I was seething the whole time, or really excited. Like it was. I. I know this is shocking to you. It was a lot of ups and downs for me emotionally. Mm. <laughs> I don't even watch award shows anymore. No. I find them horribly disappointing. I actually don't either. I usually only watch the SAG Awards because mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. Mm. And other than that, I don't care, but, like, my friends wanted to watch it, and I kind of knew I shouldn't. You know when you know you shouldn't do something because yeah. it'll affect you poor. It's like a bad relationship. Big time. Right. And yet you do it anyway. I did it can't. anyway, and my head was literally about to explode the whole time. I just had too many emotions. I couldn't deal. I feel mm. like that's most of your life. True. <laughs> that's fair. So many emotions. <laughs> that's fair. No. But it, it, this was a special well, case. Usually I'm very chill, Henry. You are. But I'm just saying, I feel like inside your head, you're like... It's a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, that's With true. With your hat. It's a tilt-a-whirl. With my hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's really cool. My friend from... Have you ever been on Pompeii and Bush Gardens? I don't know. It's really scary. That might have been after my time. I haven't been to Bush Gardens for a very, very long time. Yeah, so when I was really little, I'm, I used to be, like, deathly afraid of fire. Like, it was my one, like, real actual fear. And Pompeii is... There's lots of fire on Pompeii. Mm-hmm. And my friend, we were probably like eight, and she was trying to calm me down. She's like, it's not real, it's not real. And I used to wear a baseball cap every day, so she took my hat, and she's like, see? And she stuck out. My hat got set on fire. And she just like <laughs> threw it. <laughs> so that's my, that's my hat, right? Not the best my way to, to, to cope with the phobia. Not real fire, see? Ah! And I lost my hat. Yeah. Was it was it a hat to which you had a particular attachment? or? Yeah. Oh. It's a shame. Man, your friend, that was... Hat. I know. That's, that's that's all kinds of bad. All kinds, that's, I know. All kinds. And I wore an orange vest every day for a year. Maybe it's because I lost my hat. Because that happened <laughs> right after I lost my hat. I'm, I'm not seeing the connection. Me <laughs> <laughs> neither. Was it like an orange safety vest with reflective strips? No. No? No. Okay, I don't... <laughs> it was an orange fleece vest. Okay. Okay. Your fear of fire was manifesting itself. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that, I wore my hat like every day. And so the vest was simply a replacement for the hat. Replacement therapy. Replacement therapy. That's the one. I don't know. 
We'll think on it. I, is... I will. I'll really get in there. And yeah. Do it. Dive deep down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, after that, we'll catch up. <laughs> we, uh, I guess we should get into some reviews and other stuff because we got plenty to talk about here. So we can do our <laughs> review of Darkest Hour and... Temptation Game. What? No, I was letting you say, take a clip. I know everybody knows we're going to do the imitation game. I said, <laughs> and so we can take a listen to Who a clip. Who knew we were doing imitation game? I said it at the beginning of the show. Did you? Oh, yeah. Did he? Did he? No, oh, you yeah. didn't. I said, we're going to be doing a review of Darkest Hour. You did and, say the imitation And the imitation we'll game starring Benedict Cumberbatch, another biopic. World War II biopic. That's not true. You did not say that. Uh, when we go off air, I will, I will replay it. Good. Take a listen. Take a listen to a clip. <laughs> And we'll get back to you soon. <laughs> There's nothing heroic in going down fighting if it can be avoided. Nothing even remotely patriotic in death or glory if the odds are firmly on the former. Nothing inglorious in trying to shorten a war that we are clearly losing. Losing! Europe is still... Europe is lost. And before our forces are wiped out completely, now is the time to negotiate in order to obtain the best conditions possible. Hitler will not insist on outrageous terms. He will know his own weaknesses. He will be reasonable. When will the lesson be learned? When will the lesson be learned? How many more dictators must be wooed, appeased? Good God, give it mixed privileges before we learn. You cannot reason with a tiger when your head is in its mouth. All right, and so just so you know, uh, Chloe has a little thing to say about that <laughs> thing we just discussed beforehand. Chloe? I have to say that Henry never mentioned Benedict Cumberbatch. No, but... So I was not wrong. <laughs> to the first minute and you you will know the the real truth but anyhow let's get into he could our... also edit it after this before you, so they could never know the truth that's true i'll edit all this out <laughs> not what i meant but it's fine okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh darkest hour is directed by joe wright love joe wright stars gary oldman Kristen scott thomas ben mendelson lily james uh any, anyone else no. mentioning, really? I don't think so. Not really? Mm, not anybody. I mean, they're all spectacular actors, but nobody of yeah. fame the way that... Yeah. And the plot synopsis is, During the early days of World War II, the fate of Western Europe hangs on the newly appointed uh, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who must decide whether to negotiate with Hitler or fight on against incredible odds. So, what did y'all think of uh, the film? I thought it was a great film. I quite enjoyed it. I mean, this is the sort of film that I really geek out on anyways, but uh, I thought it was fairly well done. I thought it was fairly well done. Hmm. You know he's like one of my favorite directors. Oh, so yeah. You're right. I'm trying to remember. So well done. Anna Karenina, Atonement. 
Maybe Lily James is the new Keira Knightley. Mm, what a concept. I thought Daisy Ridley was the new Keira Knightley. No. She looks almost exactly like her. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. I see where you're coming from, but also you're wrong. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> Daisy Ridley is... Oh, the smile? You know, you no, watch it's, her a weird, a... it's a weird cheek thing. Like, you know yeah. how sometimes and... if you move your cheeks, you can, like, feel them against your teeth and stuff? Watch her, watch her on the talk show. That's how they smile show. all the time. She's Keira Knightley. They okay. do look quite a bit alike, and they're both, like, posh and everything. But Lily James captures the essence more, I think. I don't know, I like both of them. That's cool. I loved it. The acting was incredible. Obviously, like, I, I think I said this on the top ten or whatever. Like, obviously, the story, once you know it, you know it. You're not going to learn new stuff. You're not going to, like, throw dragons in there or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, that said, very good movie. Well, I thought that it, it's interesting because it gives you a peek behind the curtains, you know, the decision-making, the domestic politics side mm-hmm. of these things. All you see is... Churchill leading the country to war. Very rarely do you see get get the full. That's true. Uh, sort of view of all of the the sort of political infighting that goes on behind. Which is important right now, yeah, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's over there too. Yeah. That's that's the difficult. I mean, our part, our country is so riven with with partisan politics right now that it's you know. Uh, it's it's a, it's a difficult thing, and I don't think I don't think we necessarily have the leadership, uh, certainly not of Churchill's caliber, to no. to well, overcome those. I, I concur. I don't think that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I thought I loved Kristen Scott Thomas. She killed it. She was, yeah. She was oh, so, she was amazing. She's so good. She's always good, but she was so good. Yeah. yeah. I really liked Lily James. Yeah. And you could tell that, that her character was obviously, uh, even if Churchill had a yeah. typist, assistant, stenographer, I don't know what exactly they were called, obviously they took Movie a lot tool. of dramatic liberties yeah. with that character, but they didn't overstate it. They didn't overuse it. Exactly. And so I thought the relationship between the two of them was, was it, it, moved, it helped move the film along. Exactly. Yeah, she was a... She's a tool. She was, movie. yeah, for the plot rather than being, you know, oh, Churchill and his, you know, yeah. relationship with this, you know, it just instead of turning into this sort of like goofy, you know, father daughter figure kind of thing, it just, it kept it very. She's like a tour guide for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I really liked her. so that was nice. I mean, there were some bits I think that were Lol. perhaps a bit overly dramatic. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking Lowell. I would, I would agree with that, Brayden, too. Yeah, I mean, like what? but... Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to, to think. I mean, a lot of... Well, later in the film, when he's entertaining the, the notion of a negotiated peace deal through Mussolini with Hitler, um, that, I thought, you know, oh, he spends all this time sort of moping around, and, you know, I thought uh, that was a bit dramatic, but I thought, you know, well, at the same time, I do understand it's necessary because he's trying to reconcile this potential course of action with the fact that he's so adamantly against any kind of negotiations with, with somebody as, as, as tyrannical yeah. as Hitler. Mm-hmm. So, um, some of the speechifying and things like that, not the actual speeches that Churchill gave, mm-hmm. but some of the other... Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
passages during it when he's, you know, in the war room, for instance, when he's, you know, ran, yeah. ranting and raving and stomping around and all this kind of thing. And, and I don't know, maybe he actually was like that out of the public view. Yeah. Uh, because, it, you know, Churchill was a man of very strong convictions, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, Gary Oldman was so good. So good. Portraying Churchill that, you know, some of the, the overly dramatic passages can be sort of forgiven. Excused. Excused, yeah. yeah. So. Mm. That that subway scene, I lost it. That was I, yeah. was, I was bawling the whole time. I wonder oh, if that so actually good. happened. With, like, I should hope. that up. Oh, it was so good. He did actually ride the subway. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. My dad kept looking at me saying, this is true. And then telling me little facts about us. I'm mm-hmm. trying to watch a movie. <laughs> Shut up. I'm watching movies. Um, yeah. He knew everything. My dad, well, you know, my dad's like a weird encyclopedia anyway. Mm-hmm. He just knew everything. Like that lady had the same name. I forgot now. And I'm sorry, Papa. He's going to listen to this and be really disappointed. But the one of the women had the same name as Churchill's mom. But I don't know Jerome. Those. All right. <laughs> I remember. I just watched it last night. So, yeah, yeah, he went. Well, that's a mom's name. I said, oh, that's funny. And they said, oh, that's my mom. I said, okay. <laughs> Guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I really do like World War II history a lot. And that's kind of what I geek out on a lot. And I do like these mid-20th century period dramas a lot. Like, I think the day before I watched All the Money in the World, which mm-hmm. is another kind of de- slightly detached, kind of cold... Uh, period drama like that. This wasn't cold. I would say it is. No way. Um. I found it very detached. Cold. No. <laughs> cold, cold in what sense? I mean, just detached. in terms, just in terms of the style and just in terms of characters, I, I found it kind what? of. No way. Yeah. And I mean, well, I'll say, so I, I do, and I do like Joe Wright. I really like Anna Karenina, and I like Atonement. Not as much Pride and I thought Bridges. you did like Anna Karenina. No, that's my favorite. Who was I talking to who didn't like it? I don't know. But no, I, that's when I... Re- <laughs> I don't know. It's probably <clears throat> think, think on it. Uh, but I, yeah, I do really like Anna Karenina. Uh, and I think this film is, it's very well made, like objectively, mm-hmm. but I found it incredibly boring. I, oh, really? I, I, could I not, knew you were going to say that. I could not, I like... Huh. I love the subway scene. That was like one of the few scenes I really liked, but I could, it felt like the exact same conversations over and over. It felt the, the same style in terms of cinematography and direction. It just got, and it just went on so long and nothing really, I never found anything that engaging. Not saying it wasn't well written or Gary Oldman's very good in it, but like I, I just, I really could not get invested in it at all it's it's a little slow and i mean that's that's kind of the issue is is considering it focuses on churchill's ascent to power and then his his difficulty in moving the 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 country you know these domestic uh political factions from seeking appeasement uh to mobilizing the country for war i mean it focuses on that issue and so there's you know it's constantly the film itself focuses on nothing but the debate mm-hmm. between these different factions. Which I'm fine with. It just, I don't know. Like, which, and also, it's strange. You strange. like action. No, I mean, the thing is, I loved, I love films like this. I really, I mean, All the Money in the World, and then even something like Lincoln, or 
I don't know where some other big political kind of films like that, but I, I, I'm perfectly fine watching like two and a half hours of a just characters talk to each other. That's fine. But for mm-hmm. some reason, maybe it's just because I've never found Churchill that interesting. I, I mean, I think I, I don't know why really, but I, I usually focus more on the military aspects of World War Two. I've, I've never really been that interested in the big country leaders for the most part, mm-hmm. aside from maybe just casual interest, but I mean, I mean, I mean, in terms of like, Sorry. I mean, in terms of just World War, the, my overall interest, but I don't know. I've, I just was very. You're, was, you're not interested in it as, as individual figures, more as just the leaders during that particular. Yeah, period. I'm yeah. much more interested in the campaigns and some of the more small scale stuff rather than. I, and I just felt like I've already seen a few Winston Churchill biopics, and it, aside from Gary Oldman and maybe a few smaller elements, it felt like the exact same thing mm-hmm. for the most part. And wow. so. I, which disappoint me because I again I like really like movies like this but I was not a fan of it. Well, I don't really like movies like this, and I love it. So that's cool. There you go. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> I just thought it was so artfully done. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's I, well made. I mean, it's, it's. I liked. I liked. I liked the color palette. It didn't. It didn't smash you with you know. Oh, pretty colors everywhere. It, it, it. You got the feel. Okay, this is drab. This is yeah. wartime. And, and so I mean that's obviously a stylistic choice by the director, the cinematographer. And, yeah, okay, it's been used before. That doesn't mean it's any less effective for it. Um, right. So I thought it was it was spectacular to watch, um, and I really like Gary Oldman, and I, I, can, I do sort of see what you're saying. I do understand what it is that you're, you're, you're saying is the fact that it is a bit, I don't know, bloodless in a <laughs> yeah. sense. It's, yeah, it's a little It's a little lacking in terms of... of um, I don't know, some sort of, sort of quality that would really pull you in, just simply because it's so focused on, uh, I think, a lot of the the political process. Mm-hmm. And so you get a little inundated or a little... Um, it can be stultifying. Yeah. I watching mean, that. the thing is, again, but, like, there are films like Lincoln or some Well, that's the thing is, I think... are just long conversations about politics, and for some reason, I completely well i think that was that, the problem a lot of people leveled against lincoln is is one of the biggest criticisms i read and it sort of sticks in my mind is they said it was like watching a two and a half hour historical dramatization of c-span mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean for me like and maybe especially with that film i mean i definitely love spielberg and also i find lincoln so much more of an interesting character than churchill personally i mean what but, the heck whatever yeah. live your life yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think they're both absolutely fascinating for different reasons. Yeah, I've seen all of Lincoln's hats. Fun fact. <laughs> all of them? All, I don't know. Well, all three. He may have had some hidden museum. ones. <laughs> I, got, I got a like national secret treasure. Stash. He's got, he's got a whole secret stash of hats. I have to call Nicolas Cage and find the secret ones. He just just before just before the end of the Civil War, Sorry. Lincoln dispatched a team of marshals to Montana. To, to hide some hats for him. I've seen all three hats on public display. See, that's that's what you think. <laughs> on public display. On public display. Mm-hmm. But one time I fainted, not because I saw the hat. I was, was gonna say a... because you saw. <laughs> no, not because I saw the hat. I was on a really tall mountain. <laughs> and I have I, asthma. Try and piece that together. I'm, I'm, my mind is. <laughs> 
I feel the two halves of my brain splitting because of that jumping. Okay, then. And uh, at that time, I was wearing my vest. So it's all coming full circle. Wow. I'm still struggling to fathom what this has to do with Lincoln's hat. Yeah. But it's. What? It's all right. Wait, whatever. But, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, I, I do find Lincoln and a few other, and then even just other people in World War II that I find more interesting. So maybe it's really just... Kenneth Branagh. What? I was a joke, the Dunkirk. Oh. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but I... And so maybe it's just because I've been kind of drowned in just Churchill stuff over the last few years and... I'm a little bored of it, but... Um, what else has been out in the past few years that's really... Well, I mean, there's one with, uh, shoot, uh, there's one called Into the Storm about Churchill that was HBO. I don't know if that was the last mm. few years, but just, I guess just in terms of films I've watched right. recently. Right. But um, I did really love the subway scene. That was by far my favorite scene. And that's when yeah. it, it felt like it was actually doing something different compared to other political films, but... And I will say, I did like the cinematography at first, and from yes. scene, scene to scene, looked very good, or in mm-hmm. a vacuum, it looked very good, but after a while, it got really repetitive for me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but, I mean, he, it was a very conscious uh, choice right. to, to stay with that color palette, again, yeah. because, again, the, the austerity, the, the, the anxiety, yeah. uh, all of these things that are typically symptomatic of of any country at war and particularly you yes. know once in europe besieged by by the nazi war machine yeah so i mean it's really just not nothing against him for making that choice it makes perfect sense but just as a viewer i it got, gets I, I, got I got a little tired it's of very it. drab yeah. yeah and also it could have been because i i had just watched all the money in the world before that and i was just kind of felt like i'd gotten my fill of well all the money in the world i haven't seen it yet but the excuse me the trailers are again the color palette looks very drab yeah exactly it's all gray and mottled browns and grays and so it's i guess i just kind of gotten my fill of serious mid-20th century dramas like that and so i mean i'll probably rewatch at some point but first viewing i was pretty i was falling asleep Mm -hmm. so Hmm. hate saying it but it was, it was I think it's like watching like a like a ballet or something. That's usually how I feel about his works. I would say Anna Karenina, it's like that for sure. Well, yeah, it's a play within a play. Cause it's a, but yeah. This maybe not as much, but... No, but he's just so intentional with his movements. Like, if, I think if you're really interested in, like, film or, like, want to get into that world, like, you should watch his movies just because of the way he yeah. uses the camera. Yeah. Um, Unlike any other, if you ask me. Yeah, it was any, interesting. Any other director, you say? Yeah. Well, it was interesting because this was a war film and some of the choices that he made with camera angles. Like, he did a lot of overhead shots. Mm-hmm. Sort of long, lingering overhead shots where he'd be tracking, like, the the shots of the refugee flows yeah. in France. Um, where he's got these long, tracking overhead, you know, straight down yeah. point of view type shots. And then... Uh, he did that a few times. I, I'm thinking of the time Churchill's sitting on the roof in the rain with mm-hmm. a cigar. Uh, and then there's sort of a, not fully straight down, but 
isometric. I, I don't know what you would call it necessarily, but, um, and there were some, some shots that, uh, Wright made like that. I don't know whether that was his choice or the cinematographer that did that, but it was, it was interesting that he chose to do that. I guess I'm not, I'm not sure why, maybe, maybe to detach you from the film to remind you that you're viewing this not from sort of a first person, but this is very definitely a, a third person. You're not in the middle of the action. This is right. this is history. This has happened. Well, it's also probably how he felt too, mm-hmm. just to remind you of his separation from the people. Is he is he British or is he is Gary he Oldman? No, uh, Winston Joe Churchill? Wright. Ra- Joe Wright. Uh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. I mean, ima- I can't imagine he'd be anything making He's making British. films like Pride and Prejudice and uh, Atonement. Yeah, which are all very. He's a Brit. Yeah, they're all very sort of Tweety Brit type films. Anna Karenina obviously right is, up my alley. is is Russian literature, but but yeah, no. close enough, you know. He put well, Kira Knightley in it, and mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> it's all yeah. all it takes. She was in Doctor Zvago. I mean, they're totally whitewashing that because they should put Russian actors in there. I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> just then. <laughs> I don't know. It was really good. I loved. I really liked the scenes where he was in his car and he was watching the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> There's always a divide between the people and he until he goes on the subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was well, beauteous. Well, yeah, well orchestrated. And the acting was so good. Yeah. And very feminist. I said that last week. I'm glad. Super feminist movie. I approve. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. You get the Chloe stamp. Yep. <laughs> Boom. You know? Yeah, I wanted to bring some... We'll, we'll discuss it more with Red Sparrow, but anyhow. Mm-hmm. Feminist stuff and, oh. and portrayal of women in films gotcha, and so gotcha. forth. So. Not excited by Red Sparrow. Yeah, no, not your most anticipated. I'm not. I'm not either. And we'll we'll talk about that more. Remind me, Atomic Blonde versus Red Sparrow. Oh, do you think it was cool? Yeah, (laughs) I'm shocked. Super cool. Weird. (laughs) Super cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, anything else about the film? No. No, it's just a solid film. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a movie. I mean, it's a movie. You know what I mean? It It's not a groundbreaking film. It's right. not a groundbreaking film, but it, it it's you think very it well what yeah it set out to do yeah I it's think like it did. Going to the symphony to me, we're seeing about it's like a classically. You're in. You're here to see an artful, right? Experience that's kind of not highbrow, but like very English. It's I not think. something. It's not something new. It's original, not a groundbreaking. Thor Ragnarok, is it? No, <laughs> but then again, you know. Too bad Thor kind of popped up. What's gonna What's gonna beat the Hulk? The Hulk and Thor, button heads. I mean, that's that's just <laughs> what, what, what can that you is mean? that is the the absolute apex of yeah. filmmaking of cinema history. Exactly. Yeah. Uh no, I mean it wasn't it wasn't new or groundbreaking, but but it's done so well. Everybody, yeah. the the direction, the cinematography, every every aspect of it is technically so well done so artful that it is it's i don't want to say a joy to watch because again it's it's not a film that you'd necessarily take any joy away from, but it is i think it's meaningful to watch it's enlightening mm-hmm. to watch it, it is me meaningful up. to watch yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Four out of five? Mm, seven. <laughs> also, you, you liked it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chloe rating system. I give it 27 cigars yeah. out of... 22. <laughs> I, I give it. I give it a four. I give it four out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> I'll go three. Three? Yeah, I was. I was very bored. Whatever. Was, I'm bored now. Let's keep going. I'm bored of your boredom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, with that done, we can jump into our richer review of the imitation game, and we have a clip. So take a listen. You missed it. You missed the I'm chance. not going to say it every time. Just she just... doesn't want to take away your catchphrase. Yeah, that's all you have. Not, she's not trying to steal your thunder. Fair enough. All right, take a listen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> every time. That's what you're doing here, the top-secret program at Bletchley. You're trying to break the German Enigma machine. What makes you think that? the greatest encryption device in history, and the Germans use it for all major communications. If the Allies broke Enigma, well, <laughs> it would turn into a very short war indeed. Of course, that's what you're working on. But you also haven't got anywhere with it. If you had, you wouldn't be hiring cryptographers out of university. You need me a lot more than I need you. I, I like solving problems, Commander. And Enigma is the most difficult problem in the world. No, Enigma isn't difficult, it's impossible. The Americans, the Russians, the French, the Germans, everyone thinks Enigma is unbreakable. Good. Let me try, and we'll know for sure, won't we? All right, so... <clears throat> excuse me. So, the Imitation Game was released in 2014, and it's directed by Morton Taldum. Probably. <laughs> and stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Keir Knightley, Matthew Good. Rory Kinnear, uh, Mark Strong. That's about it, I guess. And Charles Dance is in it. Charles Dance. And so the plot synopsis is <laughs> dur during World He's War from II. Game of oh, yeah. Where is he in Game of Thrones? He's a. Uh, that older guy with the red hair. Daddy. T uh, no, oh, crap. <clears throat> she hasn't been on so long. Daddy Lannister. Oh, he's the Ty Tyrell Lannister. Maybe. Tywin. No, what am I thinking? The Tyrells Tywin. and the Tyrells. Tywin, Tywin Lannister. I knew it was a tie. So many of the names. Get, get, it, get it straight, Brady. Like, uh, there's Arya, and then um, the, the Greyjoy's daughter is Asha. Yeah, I know. Right? Arya and Asha. So they changed her name. I yeah. forget what it is on TV. Anyhow, sorry. It's a big mess. We're going off. We're going. So Tywin, he was Tywin Lannister. Just and, a big mess. Yeah, he was Tywin Lannister. Okay. So the film is about, uh, or. The synopsis is, during World War II, the English uh, mathemat mathematical genius Alan Turing tries to crack the German Enigma code with help from fellow mathematicians. So, this one got a good amount of buzz when it came out. It won um, Best Adapted Screenplay. Yep, won yeah, yeah, it won that. And mm -hmm. his speech was so good. Uh, that was a good speech he oh. gave. Yeah. Uh... So, he, he looks like um, Jonathan Groff to me. Hmm. They could be twins. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant, but... Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I, I think the film's pretty good. I don't think it's amazing, but I, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch in it a lot. 
and I like the story of the Enigma. Yeah. Uh, code breaking and and that's kind of what I mean in terms of smaller scale stories like this. I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's directed very well. It's I think there are, at times there are a few moments that are a little too convenient or a little emotionally manipulative, but. Well, apparently the whole thing, what was his machine's, now I can think it's Charles, what was his machine's name? Was it Charles? Was it, like, Nicholas? No, but Nicholas. Uh, oh, look. Shadow? I don't but know. But that, that, that whole thing was not true. Garth? Garth? <laughs> that whole thing was just Party not... on, Garth. Party on, right? Hmm. That whole thing was not true, and that really irritated me when I found out. That didn't really bother me. Well, what that... I mean, I would say that's, I think one of the most emotionally effective scene for Christopher. Me. Christopher. Yeah. C- close to Garth. <laughs> um, <laughs> or not at all. I, I think the scene near the end where he's talking to I guess to Keira Knightley yeah. and he's saying it's gonna they're gonna take him away from me. I think that's probably one of the best scenes in the film. So even if it's not true it works for the the emotion. So And I'm sure he was very upset about his computer being taken away. Yeah. Considering he was the first person to even think of a computer, really. That's not true. My dad will listen to this and be mad I said that. Oh, well. But. <laughs> I'll edit it out. In modern, modern history. Mm. Created a computer just from his brain. The whole idea. Mm. What even? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? I don't, I just, yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. Love Keir Knightley always. But, again, I wish you'd play more edgier roles like she did when she was a little bit younger. She's being a, the sugar plum fairy. Like, <laughs> what's like, so her roles in Pirates and especially in Domino are so much more interesting than anything she's done recently. Like, and they're so much more iconic and they're just edgier, more oh, interesting. It's Pirates. She's pirate. She's swinging around and. No, but I mean, no, but I mean, just in terms of the character cutlasses and and the, the the dynamics and the arc with the character, I think are so much more interesting. Uh, and and the, and Tony Scott's Domino as well. They're just kind of Domino. I need to see. I haven't seen that. It's really like good. To see that. It's cool. It? Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Um. But I I and I think she's good in it, and I think she's generally well, good in most things. But I her roles is it is is playing Anna Karenina a big risk? No. No, but I but it's what you do with those roles. I think, and yeah. I I really liked her in Imitation Game. I, I did too. Uh, not because of the necessarily the risk involved with the I, she she just portrayed it really really well yeah and um, but i i just feel like she's getting kind of more and more typecast in these either sort of tweedy british either like victorian era right. or mid-20th century well that's why i don't like watching a lot of period pieces yeah. Is, is it's just it's all very staid you get the same actors just sort of rotating through mm-hmm. and they're all excellent but you know yeah. i so mean this just... one is a, is a historical drama i thought at least was mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean it's just i i, I hope she, she would kind of change her roles up sometime soon but i mean, yeah, I, mean I think she's good in it and i think everyone in it is pretty good you know mm-hmm. pretty solid um Chloe, what do you think of this thing? Uh, I just have real issues with movies like this. Like, um, I I saw I, Tanya last night, and it did, from what I have put together, it did a really good job of sticking more or less to the true story. Like, not in 
conversation, obviously, but like just in series of events, factually, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is just not like how it went down, and I just don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing, you know how they're like they think he's like a Russian spy or whatever. That didn't happen. He literally, he like clearly he had like a little something kind of Asperger kind of deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so when he, because his house did get robbed or whatever, my family is like knows a lot about Alan Turing. I don't know why. Really big, big fans. Yeah, well, big it, fans. It was an interesting figure. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a fascinating historian. But I just like grew up hearing about him all the time, whatever, right? So he got robbed or whatever, and the police, so he called the police like happened in the movie. And they're like, oh, well, like, do you know anyone who could have done it? He was like, oh, it might have been my boyfriend. And they're like, you're what? And he went, my boyfriend. Because he, like, just didn't quite get it. Yeah. They didn't think he was a Russian spy? What the heck? Mm-hmm. <sighs> just, like, if you're going to do that, just Traumatic don't make a... creative liberties. You know? yeah, yeah, but then just make your own story. I say it this time and time again. I just hate it. Because nowadays, it's true. Like, this is a lot of people's form of education on these kinds of things that you're not going to learn about in school or whatever, whatever. Right? Maybe. A lot of people would rather see a movie than read a book anyway. And there's, you know. Has anyone read the book this was based off of? I read Biography of Alan Turing. Well, oh, the, well, there's one. I can't remember the name of it, but it was based on. This would be an interesting book to read. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I just, it just really bothers Like American Made. That's why I didn't like American Made. Just not what happened. It's not what happened. Really? Ugh. Hmm. Yeah. I liked American Made. I did too. Who knows? It's just not what happened. Just change it that much more and change the names. (laughs) Just make a different story then. I'll never be. I just hate it. Well, with regard to the imitation game, that I mean, I don't know what happened, but again, because of the how far we are removed at this point in time, there's going to be some question as to the veracity of you know certain events. Right. True. You of course have. You just said you read a book on this, and so maybe you're you're more knowledgeable about this. But I mean, there could be some muddled issues with the with the robbery and the whether suspicions as to his ties to Russian intelligence versus uh, his sexuality and on the obvious um, criminality yeah. associated with homosexuality back yeah. then. So just terrible. I don't, I don't the whole know. thing just mm-hmm. really terrible. Yeah. So sad. When, I the, really changed subjects. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I just think about the yeah. I think I, the one of the kind of in terms of things that probably didn't happen. I don't know, but and also that I think is way too convenient of a moment for emotion is the the person who's working with them, whose brother is on this ship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about to be. Oh yeah. Right. yeah. Kind of, See, I kind of didn't mind that. See, that stuff... Well, they, they have to put those in to, to create some sort of dramatic... Right, but that's one moment that really... No, even if it did happen, fine, but, like, it, that moment really stuck out to me. Is like, that feels very... Staged. Written, really yeah. written. Yeah. Um, and so, it's there's a few moments like that, but otherwise, I think it's pretty solid. Maybe at times a little too overly sentimental or dramatic, but, I mean, I think it's... I really do like Well, in Benedict the same vein, those are the parts that bother me me just they're separate like they put all these things that did kind of happen they just like mash them together one giant ball for the mm, sake of the well movie. like I mean, she, like he'd already is her name joan karen eiley yeah yeah joan, already, joan clark yeah, I was just joan. Looking at they that. had already met 
I remember they like already knew each other, and then like she, he didn't get her. It doesn't matter. Just little stuff bothers me. All the spy stuff, also, like they just really overdid it. Yeah. Well, you have to. Not I mean, the spy stuff. The Russian spy stuff. Sorry, oh, okay. it's all spy stuff, I guess. But I mean, there's. Anyway. You have to allow them a certain amount of leeway because if they're trying to, if they did these films. 100% historically accurate. Would anybody go to see them? Absolutely not. Yes. No. I don't know. Yeah. Not nearly a as few, many. <laughs> yeah, a few people would go to see them, but that's mostly hardcore people who, oh, Alan Turing, I know who he is. Man, I, the work he did, that was remarkable. This is something I, I, I feel I should go see. But nobody would actually go see it uh, because it's a good film. They would go see it because, oh, it's Alan Turing. But if you make a film People that... do that anyway with celebrities. Well, I mean, that's... The, the question is, if you make something that's more broad, that has a broader appeal, if you... No, I feel If you insert you, part, you. certain things, people will go watch the film, and then they'll know Alan Turing, wow, this is what he did, this is really fascinating, now I actually want to know more Fine. about this. <laughs> and so Fair it's enough. it's catering to... A, I mean, some of it's true, like, they were engaged in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that there's going to be a, a, a quite a bit of historical accuracy with regard to the film, but they're going to, they have to insert certain things in order to, to move the plot along so. and, and maintain viewer interest. And because if it, if it were just 100%, you may as well make a documentary at that point. And then well, who's going to go see a documentary? That's how I feel as well. Nobody. Okay, fair enough. See, for well, me, it's like I'd rather just read the book. Well, remember the, uh, the listener question we had, would you rather have a good documentary or a great dramatization of that? What'd I say? I don't remember. <laughs> I think we all know the dramatization. I mean, I really enjoy a good documentary, mm-hmm. but I'm watching a documentary to learn something. Uh, I watch a dramatization knowing that certain bits and pieces are going to be fabricated. But if I watch that and I'm drawn into into that subject, then I will go read more about it. And Fair then maybe later along the line, find something, find a documentary to watch about yeah. that. Do you, but, do you have an issue with Steve Jobs, the film? And how that was written or no? No. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Love it. So I'm curious to see Molly's game. I need to see I Molly's game. Okay. I really want to see Molly's game. But, um, what was I going to mention? It's interesting because we have, uh, I was going to suggest that we do the post next week. We could yeah. do Molly's game instead. So many well, dramatizations. I I but yeah, I mean, we've got the post coming out, which is yet another... I mean, it's Oscar season, so you're going to be inundated with all the... Because for some reason, that seems to be... Other than Moonlight last year, it's been... I mean, Imitation Game was... Uh, and then you had Lion. And I mean, it's been, all been sort of dramatizations of yeah. actual Theory events. of everything. Theory of everything, yeah. right? Uh, the Danish Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these films are so dramatizations of historical yeah, <laughs> events. And so that seems to be what the, the what Oscar I'm, fodder yeah. these days. And so well, you're going to yeah. get one of those. But I'm, I still am super excited about The Post. I do, yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, obviously, but the subject like matter, the Pentagon Papers, Daniel <laughs> Ellsberg. Um, yeah, that's the funny thing is I'm not super gonzo about the eater of the meat. Yeah, I really I like, like Tom Hanks. And, I mean, I like I Meryl don't Street, mind but... Tom. I liked him in Saving Private Ryan, but he hasn't done too well. Bridge of Spies. I like him in Bridge of I Spies. I don't like either of them Catch much me if you in can. anything. Uh, yeah, but big deal, big deal. You know, catch me if you can. It's not that. It's not that. For me, catch me if you can. 
I still remember Leo. That's a plot-driven movie, and then Leonardo DiCaprio's low charisma just really takes over. Yeah. Man. I mean, which is Tom 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 <laughs> Hanks is good, but he's not. It's more sort of a. Oh, I know. I'm just a saying. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> a workman performance, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio is just, I mean, he's hes captivating. It. I oh, totally I was unaware until yesterday. I just, because, I guess the last, I hadn't watched it since, like, freshman year of high school, and I guess I just didn't really know who Mark Wahlberg was then very well, but he was in the basketball time. Yeah, he was. He was, like, yeah. the supporting dude. You didn't I know I had that? no recollection. I'm yeah. sure I knew at some point, but no. Oh, that was the first place I ever saw him, and you watch him in that, and you go, this guy's got some actual yeah. acting chops. He's really good. I, in, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to bring this up in a listener question, too, but I keep on bringing it up. Uh, but he's good in all the money in the world. Like, he's... Wahlberg? Yeah. He's always huh. good. I think he's always good. Well, I think he's, uh, I think he's, he's a good actor, but he dude. gets mostly shit roles. Well, uh, go, go, go watch The Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's right? Quite Amazing. And Do you remember well, those two movies came out at the same time? There was that one, and then there was the one... Oh God, I can't remember what it was. There were two boxing movies that came out at exactly the same was time. Was it The Wrestler? Or not The Wrestler? No, no, no. Was it the uh, one with Jake Gyllenhaal? No, that was no, a couple no, no, years no. later. It was with... I think it was... Um, Southpaw was the one with Joe. I think Jake it was... Gyllenhaal. What's his name? British Inception dude. Bane. What's his name? I think it was oh, Bane. Tom Hardy. Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, about the really MMA. Came out, like same day. My dad and I liked Warrior better than. I need to see Warrior because a lot of people. Name, so. A lot of people said Warrior is actually quite good. Oh, it's, it's good. really good. Yeah, you'd like it. Yeah, I need to see that. No, but I was actually gonna. <laughs> I had forgotten to bring it up, but yeah. and when we get to news, should we talk about the whole scandal going on with all the money in the world with Mark Wahlberg? Yep. Let's talk about it. Right. Ugh. <laughs> this is news to me. I haven't heard. Oh, just wait. Okay. It's, it's gonna it's, piss it's, you it's, off. It's too. a bombshell. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, uh, oh, one thing about imitation game, <laughs> circling back. Um, <laughs> I do really like the look of the machine. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that that whole room. I think it's all cool. that is really it's all cool. And the sound and everything is really. I wonder cool, how much of that is is historically accurate because I mean that was, I could see it actually looking that, sort of strange and crude and yeah. you know and given the technology at the time mm-hmm. uh, the fact that he was able to actually make something that sophisticated mm-hmm. even if it did look crude as it was it, it's remarkable but, yeah um but i don't know i thought it was really good and I, and i really appreciated how they treated his sexuality yeah. like it just it did it didn't even come up mm-hmm. it wasn't even material to what he was doing and it came up at a couple of points in time, where yeah. like the the whole proposal with Kira Knightley and all of that. And she's like, "Yeah, but you're not, you don't really like me," and you know, it's kind of, "Oh, well, it's an expedient for this and that and the other thing, and it will allow you to stay here and continue working on the project, yeah. and yada yada yada." Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's really the only point it came up, and it wasn't about you know, "Oh, your sexuality," but. But how do you feel about it? It's kind of like it's. It wasn't an issue, right? Which is good. Which for him it wasn't personally. Yeah. Like he didn't grapple with it so much as. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't until later in the film, and the whole issue of of the trial and then the chemical castration and I mean that's just awful. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that even though it just came out a couple of years ago, I'd say that part feels even more relevant now. Yeah. The whole of... story barely came out until a few years ago. Yeah. 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 Just crazy. I mean, it was like locked down and then the I think was like, oh, well, the let's British, fix this. 
the British yeah. government has actually yeah. issued a, an apology. An apology. Whatever. For not just for Alan Turing, but for all of yeah. uh, the gay population. That yeah. had to go through yeah. this ostracization, this mm-hmm. horrible experience. Um, it is interesting. I and mean, he even killed himself in this movie. I don't even know. Was that in the movie? Like, I think they, they mentioned it. That was a footnote. Yeah, they mentioned it at the, the end. Apple? And, uh, he killed himself with an apple. A cyanide. I don't think, I don't think they said that. He killed but... himself with a cyanide-laced apple. <laughs> no, like, they didn't like say from that. Snow White. They said he, I think he committed suicide. Yeah. But, Said, that was a really good scene, the end scene. I'm not mm-hmm. a Benedict Cumberbatch person at all. Like, I think he's a very nice person. And I like that he can't say penguin. But, like, <laughs> but like he... Was a penguin? Penguin. 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 It changed every time. Oh, okay. But, anyway. Um, I think he's been... But like, he's just never, like, to me, been a very inspired actor. I just don't know. And mm-hmm. my aunt saw him, like, twice, I think. On, she didn't like him either time very much. He's growing on me yeah i, I mean, I, I, mean I, I like him a good bit so. yeah he's he's growing on me i really liked him in into darkness star trek is con yeah i really liked him as that and sherlock but anyways, i liked him well, a lot in sherlock and i did like him as dr strange I just oh yeah i just don't feel him i don't know i get that he like is now in this like group of roles that are like benedict cumberbatch roles you know what i mean yeah but i just don't i don't know you're not thinking it I'm not. I wish not I was. Your, I think he's really guy. nice. He's not Leo. He's not a young starlet. No. No, I just don't know. He just always leaves a little something missing for me. And it might that just be the roles he takes. Something. Yeah. It might be the roles he takes. I just don't know if he's... I don't know. Hmm. Whatever. Just not my cup of tea. Right. Wish he was. Seems like a charming man. <laughs> yeah. But, whatever. <sighs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that, that last... Scene is good. Good stuff. It is good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Also, the machine did look like that. I was kind of blanking for a minute. That, that's, that's what I was figuring. I figured if you're going to do one thing, accurate, Make it's the, probably going to be yeah, that. Look Make just like it. Look, look just yeah. like it. Cool. Also, I love Matthew Good all the time. Every time. Who doesn't? Who oh, yeah. doesn't love Matthew Good, Who's right? Matthew good? He's good. Uh, wait, what? Who's Matthew? Are you just... Craven. No, I don't know. I, I feel I, betrayed. I feel like we really tall, just made a connection. Now the, it's gone. The tall, skinny guy. Okay. Okay, Henry. Look at okay. He's in Watchmen, too. So I'm gonna sassy. Who is he in Watchmen? Guy. Brown hair. Oh, he plays Ozymandias. In Brown hair, hair, light eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Henry's bullying me. No, I'm not. I have no issue with it. Just, just making a point. <laughs> all right <laughs> but uh all right well uh out of five stars i'll go four for me four for me four cool all right unanimous uh, <laughs> unanimous cons- yeah that's a probably it's rare we get that that's a first blade Is runner first? i think I we know. all agreed on blade runner yeah and there was another one too but did we all give it the same star rating no we know almost never give same as yeah. as Chloe. <laughs> Never know what she's gonna do. Um, no, but we we all gave Thor a four. I think he did so many cool things. I just keep thinking about him. He, uh, like he worked like six days a week, right? On Sundays, he just do random stuff. Like he wrote this whole long theory about why how tigers have stripes. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> like what even? Oh, it's just Turing? so cool. He's a. He, he did a lot with plants and stuff, yeah. Interesting. Plants and animals. Very Good for cool. Him. Yeah, he's a great 
the really? Turing test. Yeah. Should do it on Brayden. <laughs> I would absolutely fail. I'm terrible at tests. No. Do you know what I, it is? I, yeah, I know. I couldn't pass as human. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No. Absolutely not. I think I could. Maybe. They would just tell me. Just don't give a star rating. I could, <laughs> I could not pass as human at all. <laughs> just so cool. I'm done now. Alright. I thought he was a good Alan Turing, though. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But normally so. he pisses me off. And again, they don't well, really... They don't really approach him quite the way they should. Mm-hmm. Very robotic. It's much more... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it did remind me of the dynamic of the good doctor with Keira Knightley and Benedict Cumberbatch was the same as, like, uh, Freddie Highmore Freddy. and... Good old Freddie. And, uh... That girl I met. I feel really bad Whoa. now. that one. Alicia, just... what's her name? Keys. Alicia Keys, yes. Uh, Alicia it. Silverstone. <laughs> no. I feel so bad now. Don't worry about it. She was really nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we can, while well, Chloe's doing that, hold your breath, you know. But... I'm going to get it in just a second. Okay. But I guess we can do a little recap. Antonia of... Thomas. That's the what one. What a good name. I always forget, but I really like her name. It's like um Nancy in Stranger Things. Her real name is so cool. What is it? Natalia Dyer. Natalia oh, yeah. Dyer. What a name. Where do, you, where do you get names like these? Natalia Dyer. Hmm. Right. I'm done. Okay. Um, Alright, well, I guess we can get on to a little bit of news. We can do maybe a little recap of the Golden Yeah, Globes. let's do it. Chloe, give us all, all your thoughts. Favorite dress, Alessia Vikander. In elaborate detail, please. Favorite dress, Alessia Vikander. I know it doesn't matter oh, if it's it. the prettiest dress in the whole wide world. I missed that one. Can I see a okay. picture? Yeah. Find us a picture. Okay. I can't uh, believe I missed... Uh, ask me some questions. Ask me oh, how... Mrs. Vikander, because she's married to Fassbender. Oh, ask she me, is? Yeah. Oh. Secret wedding on a boat. Huh. I'm on a boat. Have you seen... Uh, what's the movie called? Rocks... No, what's the movie called? Popstar? Mm-hmm. Never no. Stop Stopping? Never Stop Stopping? Brutal. No. What? What <laughs> is this? The, um, you Adam... just referenced I'm on a boat. Oh. My sister has had many encounters with T-Pain. She's, really? like, rented him equipment. My sister, like, rents DJ equipment. I know. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so she's rented T-Pain to T-Pain a few times. you get auto-tuners out a lot? Or... No. No? He did a Tiny Desk concert. You can't really see. It. It's not so pretty in this picture, but it's really it's pretty. Kind of well, they all dress in black, Henry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a <laughs> protest right. for, the, for the Me Sorry. Too thing. Yeah. Me Too, except for the president of uh, Hollywood Foreign Press, so good luck keeping your job. But She's done. And then two other people. It was only three people who didn't wear black. Sam Rockwell won. I've never been happier in my life. Oh, did he win for Billboards? He's my hero. Yeah. Yes, Yay. I'm so happy he finally won. And I know Billboards won. Yeah, for... which I'm not. Picture. I just can't. Well, no, I it liked won, it. No, I'm surprised. It's not one thing. It won best screenplay. Oh, best screenplay. And it was not a solid screenplay. The last 35 minutes just fell to shreds. It's I not good. If you... Fell to shreds. I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I don't think it was probably the strongest screenplay. He couldn't pick an ending, so he just put all the endings in it. He just stacked them on. I just kept thinking it was going to be over. Just not to me. Just not solid ending. I, I know, know he's your bae, but I kind of no. No, I liked In Bruges a lot. I didn't think Seven Psychopaths was... A, I, I enjoyed watching Seven Psychopaths, but I don't think it was a, yeah. an outstanding film. In Bruges was an outstanding film. is an outstanding film. Three board, billboards outside of dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Um, 
it was a good film. It was certainly head and shoulders above a lot of the films mm. that were out there this year. But mm -hmm. does that necessarily mean it was best screen? No, I don't. I don't know if it was no. best screenplay. And I appreciate the ending. I don't. I don't know that it necessarily fell to shreds. But I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it felt sort of open ended, which which he intended it to be open ended, no, but it... he and he. I don't think he meant for it to go on. Yeah, it felt open ended, but prior to that, it could have been closed about 12 times yeah i'm just maybe. saying I, I, I genuinely i kept thinking it was going to be over it's just very tiresome when that happened you know because well, if you put yourself into what you're watching yeah it's a very emotional movie you know i was upset and then i was not yeah. upset and i said can't do this anymore yeah <sighs> you know but not in like a good way no mm. uh, yeah but no uh, also get out wasn't even nominated for best screenplay offended also brayden i don't know if you're aware of this uh henry and cooper are uh, no offense dumb but they put Get Out. Oh, thank you. They put Get Out in the comedy musical. I don't section. It's not a comedy, or obviously not a musical. It's, it's not a comedy. Oh, it's not. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment oh, as to geez. whether it's a comedy. Brayden, okay, Brayden, be on my head. I'm hundred percent sure you'd be on my head. No, I probably will. I get I, the impression that it's not intended as a comedy. If it is, it's such a dark comedy that has to be. I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely horror. Con it's but the thing is, I don't think it's a drama either. So okay, pick... but it should be under drama as opposed to comedy. But it's not... like it's insulting, also. But it's know? not. It's not like a drama the way three billboards. It's is vitally a drama. important. Yeah, huh? The subject matter, I think, in a lot of ways, is what should define well, the then... genre. It's incredibly important. He did it this way intentionally. Maybe, but then you're you're just saying that comedy can only be frivolous. No, nonsense. no, no, no. I'm definitely not saying that. Mm. But it was not a laugh out loud movie. It just wasn't. There's one character mm. who's funny. Okay, it, it was. It was not. It was dead serious. I like that. The, I'm not trying to marginalize you. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> I'm chewing, so you can say whatever you want. I but I think it obviously it's movies are supposed to. Eat, you know, let you see through other people's eyes what they're dealing with, mm -hmm. right? If this movie's relatable to you, it's not funny. It's just not. I mean, it's kind of because you're like these idiots, but also you're like, this is scary because it could have, like, it feels real. Because mm -hmm. this kind of stuff, I mean, it's obviously a ridiculous movie, but this kind of stuff did happen to, like, my people, for instance. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's upsetting. Regardless, it should have been nominated for best, regardless of what category, it should have been nominated for best screenplay. It was mm -hmm. so tight, so well thought out. What Everything... else was even nominated for best screenplay? Lady. Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Why? Why? Hey, 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 hey. Why? Hey, hey, hey. Um, I mean, it's not a bad film. I still stand by that. I still stand by my rating. It's not a bad film. It's 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 clever. It's charming. It's wonderful. It is not worth all the hype it's getting. Well, that's what uh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water won uh best direction. Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, no, was, dug a finger in there tonight. She's like, now here's the five of male directors, and I'm never. I was a little disappointed. I know everyone didn't love it, but I was kind of sad Dunkirk didn't get. It didn't get squat. No, I mean, but director, like that's such a feat to create something yeah, on I that agree. scale. Well, not only that, I mean, cinematography. Yeah, and I mean, Del Toro directed Shape of Water, well, but like in terms of comparing that to the epic scale and yeah. challenge of Dunkirk, that's yeah. it's nothing. Um, I mean, again, Shape of Water. It's fun to watch. I thought it was charming. 
it was a little rough around the edges and it was mm. de- it's definitely not worth all the awards hype it's getting i don't i i, I that's why i don't put any stock into these awards awards things anymore is i don't understand What's the process by which they out? nominate these things because it feels like they pass over so many excellent films and only go with things that are it's almost like the production companies say this is the this is what we're going to throw into the ring mm-hmm. and so there's only a limited number of, if you look at the trade mags, it's alarming. Mm-hmm. Distributors take out full page ads. Hey, look at this film. Consider this yeah. guy for best actor. Consider this, this actress for best actress. And then films outside of that, you know, people who deserve the recognition for, for the performance that they put in, for the writing that they do, for the sound, the editing, the cinematography. Yeah. The, I mean, they don't, the people that should be getting a lot of the recognition simply are not given that recognition because the films that they put out are not these large, huge scale things that have all of the weight of the distributor thrown behind them. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like, like Florida Project. Did it get anything at no. all? I mean, and I'm actually, I'm I actually think surprised. It was. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. I think Florida Project has gotten a few nominations, which is amazing, which is, you know, astounding. But I'm actually surprised that Moonlight won last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that did win. I mean, I'm glad it did. But I was utterly baffled because, I mean... So was Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Yeah, well, La La Land, don't even get me started on that. (laughs) Uh, But, um... Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't understand. And particularly the Golden Globes, it seems like a, like a bit of a mess. It yeah. is a mess. The it other is, ones yeah. make far more sense, really. Emmys obviously make sense. Mm-hmm. Oscars make more sense. You know, they talk about all facets of just movies. Golden Globes is a, mm, SAG even makes sense because it's got, you know, it's by the other people in your area. But mm-hmm. Golden Globes makes no freaking sense. That's probably why it's the first one. It's the warm yeah. up. Yeah. Well, see, that's the funny thing is everybody says, I mean, if you read all the media accounts, they all say, well, the Golden Globes, it's, it's a much broader thing. they got a lot more categories, but it's it's, it's sort of indicative or predictive just... of what's going to happen at the Oscars. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I also don't give a flip. I really don't. I act like I do. Yeah. It's like the the boy that, like, you're like, I'm over him, but also, like... You're not. You're not. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about award shows. I, I only care about them insofar as, I mean, if I were, I only care about them insofar as I feel that they slight a lot of the yeah. films. Yeah. Brandon just hates them. <laughs> he, cares, just, he cares about them and that he dislikes them strongly. Yeah. Fair enough. Me too. So. Yeah. I well, was really just, I just like looking at the crowd. I mainly watch it just to be like, there's blah, blah, talking to blah, blah. I freak out. Oh yeah. my God. You know, um, you know. But, well, James Franco. Jay Frank. How are you feeling about everything right now? I, I don't. You guys were arguing with me about this yesterday, too. Cooper and Henry are basically best friends and ganging up on me. Well, no, we're being not. wrong. <laughs> I don't think there's... Do are we there's... talking about the controversy or whatever? I don't think there's anything to be... You don't think there's it holds water? No, I don't. I really don't. More controversy? There's uh, some sexual allegations. But they're bizarre. They're 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 a little uh, off. One against James Franco. Franco. One was like. One was like there were two different people, and one of them was like, yeah, he and I don't know the whole story, so blah blah blah. But basically, in her tweet or whatever, she was like, (sighs) offended that 
she signed a contract and only got paid a hundred dollars a day to appear nude in two of his movies. Yeah, that's my I mean, point. I mean, there's yeah, I don't think. And then a lot the of other stuff... one was like the other one. First, in a tweet, she insinuated she was 17, and then she went and said, oh, by the way, I was older than 17, and it was a consensual relationship. Then. I don't know. You and, and it was worse, because then she was, like, talking to the right people, like, more to come soon. Like, it's, mm. like, yeah, you, a thing, you, you know? You definitely don't know the whole story. <laughs> well, then what is it? No, I'm saying just because you were giving us a lot of detail, you do, feels like you do. Oh, I do know the whole story. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's everything that... And apparently she's, like, a social media person. Like, she says she's... Not that she's not an actress, you know. You live mm-hmm. your life. But she has one movie credit, and she's, like, a social media person. Mm. You see? She's nothing. <laughs> so she's, like, a Kardashian, basically. Yeah, kind of deal. So it's just, like... Uh, just you're famous because you're famous. Yeah, I don't actually know who she is. Kira had to tell me. So it's just... I really just... Yeah, I don't think it holds water or whatever. Like mm. Henry said. I just don't. I just do not. Yeah. Because these things go both ways. Like... I think it's good that a lot of people are... Obviously, it's good that people are more feeling more comfortable and speaking out about yeah. it. You know, whatever. But that doesn't mean it's exclusively the case. Like, there... Clearly, we know from those that there are not so good people in the world, yeah. right? That it can flip, like, can go the other way as well. Well, that's that's the thing is, I mean, it's... Uh, at what point... How do you how do you determine some sort of metric, some sort yeah. of rubric, some sort of... Something to determine at what point yeah. allegations go from just being... That uh, potential yeah. s- sort of slander or something like that to to being uh, truthful. Yeah. Because it's not to say, I mean, if one woman speaks out, oh, it's only one woman. But does that necessarily obviate or negate right. her no, what has happened not. to her? So. But at the same time, I mean, it's like where do you draw that line? Yeah. Just... Where's the where where how do you differentiate between? what is potentially just there as, as media attentions or, 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 you know, yeah. Personal gain type stuff versus, I think a lot of times it works itself out, especially now. I mean, well, I mean, you look at what, what, uh, at Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And so many allegations came out of it against him. And it's, it's obvious that, well, yeah, that those allegations are true. And especially considering the, the women and many of them, um, have had successful careers. Um, and, you know, it's uh, obviously some of the Mira Sorbino, I think, what happened to her is, mm. is a travesty because she was remarkable. I mean, yeah. if you ever saw uh, Mighty Mighty Aphrodite, uh, Woody Allen film, oh. she's really, really good in that. I think he, that won an award or she won an award for it. I don't know. Anyhow, really good film. She's great in it. Um, and what Weinstein did to her career is a travesty. But then yeah. other other these other women, Rose McGowan, uh, mm. Uma Thurman, uh, Mira, Selma uh, Hayek. Selma Hayek. Oh yeah, the, 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 the article she wrote. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. I mean, yeah, this goes on. The list goes on and on, and these are women who, who have had successful careers. So it's not as though they're trying to, gain something out of this. Right. Well, it's just a whole big, big, big mess. But it's better to have some mess and have a lot of. Clean up as it well, were, yeah, I think none of anything. I think it's know? way yeah. past time that, that women yeah. spoke out about this. Yeah. But, but. but no, it's kind of a mess. Like, yeah, I know. And it's not like, it's, it's, I'm not saying just because it's James Franco. Everyone knows I love James Franco, right? But yeah. like, like Casey Affleck, I used to love. Can't watch Manchester by the Sea because I get all yeah. this grunt. 
you know? Well, it's <sighs> fassy. No. I know. Haven't talked about it in a while if you didn't notice. I'm yeah. just struggling here, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fortunately, his movies have also declined, so it makes it a little easier for me, but still. He's having a rough year. As long as James McAvoy's intact, he's married and happy and lovely, so I have him. That's I do true. like James McAvoy. He's so I good. Think, but then again, he hasn't done anything of the caliber of Last King of Scotland in a while, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, Brayden. I disagree. Films. No, I mean he's uh, good as is. He's is good in everything Charles he does. Xavier. He takes on hard roles. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but split. Well, I haven't seen Atonement yet. I need to see Atonement. Oh, he's so beautiful. Oh my God, he's just like the perfect. <laughs> but I Atonement, mean, he and Atonement will ruin just anyone for you for the rest of your life. Well, I mean, The Last King of Scotland, I totally, again, that's the type of film I geek out on. Right, right, right. And then he's so good in that. But his 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 chemistry with Forrest Whitaker is so amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. Tira who? Am I right? Right. Mm. But yeah. What were we talking about? The, the Golden Globes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was really looking out for Gail Garcia Bernal Bay, uh-huh. right? He won one last year, so I was really rooting for him to be there. Wasn't there. Probably busy was a, doing important I, things. I was, I, a little, totally I was a little sad loving Vincent didn't win. Just because it's such a feat to... It really is. I mean, but, it's... it's but, Like, Coco's fine, but like, just in terms of it's well, 65,000 I mean, paintings. Well, this is what we're talking about work. again. This is what we're talking about again. I appreciate that there's more work put into Love and whatever. That doesn't, it's not a movie make. Like, you can put a... Look at the room. No, it doesn't. You can put a but, whole bunch of money or whatever into a movie. It's still going to suck. But I thought... It didn't suck, but you know what I mean. But Loving Vincent, it wasn't just the oil paintings, but I thought they actually had a story that ah. helped accentuate those paintings. I thought they tied together the themes and the no, characters but, no, but in the Van Gogh's paintings a lot. Chloe already knows everything about Vincent Van Gogh, so she was... <laughs> yeah, it was, it was boring, boring to me. It was irrelevant. Which, fair enough, I should take into account. I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't want to hear it. It's not my fault. I mean, just, just going in and watching that film, the sense of wonderment that you take away from it. I mean, even if you... Okay, I know everything about Vincent. I am a scholar who dedicated my life to studying Vincent Van Gogh, his artwork, everything about... But still watching that film... And watching the story that. unfold is so it's so intriguing. It's I was so beautiful. <laughs> <sighs> and to be honest, I mean, I think also it just wasn't my movie. Like when I was watching, I was like, I just want to go home and paint, and I want to sit here and watch other paintings. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was getting really antsy. Mm-hmm. I'm not being like that, Brayden. I was trying. I'm I'm acknowledging that <laughs> I am not the best person to judge this movie. Okay. I'm acknowledging okay. that. Come, okay. Comes out on Blu-ray next week. I'm dying to rewatch that thing. Yeah. On Blu-ray. I'm still trying to... Is Blade Runner 2049 out on Blu-ray? Next week. Next week. Okay, good. I can't... But I always sing this song in my head. I don't know what... The song from Coco. Just always comes up. I even How rewatched... Re, I'm rewatching Mozart in the Jungle again. <gasps> is today the 10th? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Season 4 today. Oh, uh, Mozart in the Jungle? Chloe yes, I'm so happy. I'm having a wonderful day. This is like... This times a thousand was me at the Golden Globes, and I was with people that just weren't feeling it. Like, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was not. It was not good. It was not good. <laughs> I yeah, know. I'm not... No, they weren't feeling the Golden Globes, and I was just losing my mind. And I was just, oh my god, it's... Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, crowd, so uh-huh. cute. Army Hammer, also nominated, pretty good. I just was watching it, freaking out over everything. Oh my god, <laughs> Laura Dern's speech killed it. I was so upset Reese Witherspoon didn't win. Like, Nicole Kidman, I think, did a better job than mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, right? Uh-huh. But I wanted to hear that speech so badly. Was Laura Dern <laughs> Laura Dern won. For, for... For Big Little Lies, Best Supporting. Oh. 
Have you guys watched that yet? I keep telling I you how good it is. No, well, I, I don't. The pilot. It's good. It Golden is so Globes, incredibly good. Golden Globes covers television as well. Yes. It's a dang mess, Brayden. I'm telling you, it's, that shows it's a mess. And TV. Okay, I was talking I'm... about yeah. It's a stupid mess. It's just yeah. dumb. But oh my god, so much happened in the audience. Well, let me say, I'm so sorry I missed this whole experience with you. You probably Gosh, I, I, are. We should. The, 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 Next year, film it, put it on YouTube. Yeah, you don't even have to do it next year. Let's do the next show. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, should we do a live commentary for the Oscars? Yes, please. Oh, good lord. Don't make me watch award shows. Oh, okay. The Handmaid's Tale won Best Series, not for that at all. Frances McDormand won Best Actor. Okay, we all love Frances McDormand, right? It was a good speech, blah, blah, blah. Not <laughs> that, not that, breath, not please. that inspired. Margot Robbie in, Margot Robbie, sorry, in. I, Tanya, unreal. Unreal. There's no way she shouldn't have won. Unreal. I swear I to you. To, I really need to see I, Tanya. I'm going to see it soon, yeah. Gary Oldman won. Makes sense. He was good. Yeah, he was good. You know, Timmy could have won, but it's fine. I mean, Gary Oldman, I'm sorry, Gary Oldman was just outstanding. He was really, he, he inherited, he inhabited Churchill to such an extent. <sighs> this thing, I'm perplexed that I've been put in a corner here, okay? Because James Franco won Best Actor in a Comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya's performance in Get Out is unparalleled to me. Yeah. Unparalleled. Obviously, he's not going to win that category because he wasn't funny. Right? It doesn't well, You think no. he was funny? No, I mean... Not, was I mean, he thinking well, and I missed thing. it, he too? Was, he, was, he was in the right role, but in the wrong category. I mean, it's... He was... Beautiful, just beautiful. Look, I'm literally, right. do you see this? I'm yeah. literally tearing, She's up, tearing up talking about how good he Chloe. was in that. <laughs> Take a breath. Chloe's, Calm down. Chloe's really having I'm a, too passionate. time here. She's. Sam Rocco won. That's good. Elizabeth Mono, give a crap. Sorcia Ronan won. That's nice. They pronounced her name wrong, but she won. Say it again. For Sh- Huh? Say it for us. Sorcia Ronan. That's it. They said Shersha. Shersha. But I low key think it was Selma Hayek, second language. You're fine. Second language, third dialect. I don't know. Confusing. Sterling K. Brown won for a third year in a row. Third year. Who? Sterling K. Brown. First year he won for... Did he win for... Was he in the... No, no, no. What did he win for? Why do we recognize that name? He won for This Is Us the last two years. Well, he's going to be in Black Panther. Sterling K. Brown is not in Black Panther. You sure? Check it. Check is that. he really? Check I mean, he's not a main character. No. Oh, is he in it? I okay. Think, I think. I believe you. He's not a main guy, though. No. Too old. Sorry, Sterling. I saw... Did I tell you guys I saw The Greatest Showman? Yes. Piece of crap. Just... Well, yeah. Just garbage, though. Yeah. Just terrible. But Ridley the movie Will was bad. But the mu- The music was bad, though. I, that's what I heard. Uh, Mike... You know Mike, right? Yeah, I know Mike. Sort of works at the Chelsea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's um, a real Chloe. He, he watched Greatest Showman and said it was terrible. Hmm. Garbage. Yeah, he said it was awful. He said the music was just horrible. Yeah, the music, what they won, best original song. <sighs> just a terrible movie, really. Just hmm. nothing good about it. Yeah. Nothing. How's Mr. Hugh? I'm not a big... Hugh Grant. I love Hugh, Hugh Grant. Jackman. Sorry, Hugh Jackman. So, so much Grant, I can Hugh Grant was great uh, presenting in the award show with Sarah Jessica Parker. How's she looking these days? Still fine. Weird. 
That's still weird. <laughs> well, her dress was uh, very uh, was quite a choice. Was it revealing? No, I no, don't care weird. about that. Look no, at life. Saying, it's just no, ugly. It being interesting. No, she's ugly. Oh. Alexander <laughs> <laughs> Skarsgård won Best Supporting Actor. Everyone knows I love the Skarsgårds. He was For pretty good. What? Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. His oh. speech uninspired. He had such a. Ch- I know it's not. It has become that. Ooh, it has there. become that though. Where, like you have your minute to say your piece, right? Mm-hmm. He, because he plays an abusive husband, could have said something. Didn't. I wanted Nicole Kidman to kiss him again. Didn't happen. Really upset. Keith Urban wasn't even around. It could have happened again, but it didn't. David Harbour didn't win Best Supporting Actor in a TV show. Which okay, good and bad. Bad because obviously he's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. What is this? David Harbour. Who? Oh, uh, for uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he plays. Amazing, the amazing, amazing. Yeah. But if he won, Duffer Brothers were gonna shave Joe Curie's head. So. Really win and lose. Gosh. Okay. You don't care? Okay. Yeah. Big Little Lies really swept up as I should. You and McGregor's speech was so awkward. Oh my God. I what mean, did good he give for... a speech for? Okay. Uh, he won for Fargo. Oh. He was dope and should have won. Yeah, he should have won. It. He was awesome in Fargo. Oh my God. He was so good in Fargo. But. Was Mary Elizabeth Winstead nominated at least for. No. No? No. Well, okay, Brayden, because everyone's coloring her in this unfair light because no one cares because of Ewan McGregor's a man so it's fine. Everyone's calling uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead a mistress and crap. He was a was a mister. I don't know. She was... Anyway. My point I'm, is... What? I'm... Wait, do you know about... Okay, okay, okay. So what? Mary Elizabeth... I'll go through it really fast. Mary Elizabeth... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Ewan McGregor are both married, right? Okay. Ewan McGregor's married 25 years... Mary Elizabeth Winstead's too young for that. Should have been like five, whatever. Married a long right. time, okay? Yeah. They were in Fargo together, right? Right. During that time, they both divorced their spouses, got together. Okay. Ewan McGregor, in his speech, said, I need to thank whatever her name his now ex-wife, mm-hmm. by name. I don't remember her name. She's French, whatever. Costume designer. So, <laughs> anyway. So, he said, who stood by me for 24 years, uh-huh. went on blah, blah, blah. Thank Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Everyone hated him for it. I think it was very nice he, was, he acknowledged his ex-wife. Didn't have yeah. to do that. No. And he, of course, is going to... He was acknowledging all of his co-stars. He's going to say right. her name. Big deal. It happens. I get that's not ideal for anyone. Not him either. Right. <laughs> so rude in the news. People are so rude about it in the news. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. didn't even think anyone else was going to pick up on it. I went, oh, awkward. But I didn't know it was going to become a big thing. Um, I can't. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm having a hard time tracking here. That's about it. I wish we could track how many words you said in the last like twenty minutes. Yeah. Anything else about the Golden Globes? Mary Elizabeth Winstead should have been nominated. Yeah, she was she, awesome. She was really her. good. I mean, it, I, maybe Big Little Lies is really all that, but it, it is but, all that trust. But. but you know, and it is predominantly female cast, right? Reese Witherspoon, yes, Nicole Kidman. Produced. Why should they eclipse Mary Elizabeth Winstead? I mean, especially her character. If you watch Fargo, well, her they character all did a, is awesome. I mean, awesome. they were all incredible. They didn't take over the category. So like, was Mary Elizabeth well, Winstead. I, I, I she was freaking kick ass. It's not like they. It's not like Reese Witherspoon like went up to the judges and was like, "Give everyone in my show." I know, but again, it just it just it just goes to show me people tend to fixate on certain on things. On certain things, yeah, that's true. Lady Bird. Okay, Brayden, guess what I'm seeing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing it tonight. 
What? I'm not playing it tonight. At all? Just to spite everybody. Are you joking? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, my God. I freaked out. No, I mean, it's gotten my, to the point that, I mean, we're so getting sad. like 30, 40 people a night for that. Still, and I'm glad it's doing business. It was like 60 for a good while, right? Oh, no. On the weekends, that's still yeah, what it's doing. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's doing business. But at the same time, I just don't feel it's deserving of that. Well, I think it's dope. So we'll never agree on this. It's okay. Over. Okay. <laughs> uh, Piece of what you liked it. It was okay. It, it was, was charming. Really good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> Look, Brayden, I'm not trying to be like that. It's gonna be better. Ask me about anything that happened in the film, though. What do you mean? Ask me anything. What happened in the film? Am I like quizzing you, or no? Is yeah, it quiz to be... me. Okay. Who took over? For... I don't know. <laughs> Ask me another one. <laughs> I don't want to. Ask me another to. one. Were there any scenes in the parking lot? I don't lot? know. <laughs> Cheating. That's my point. Is is it doesn't? It's you not. Do there's know. nothing memorable about. You know it. the answer. No, I absolutely How do not. How many boys did she date in the movie? I don't know. You're a little fibber. What color hair did she have? You look at it every day. No, it's on the poster outside. Chloe, you're not gonna win. I'm not gonna lose either. Like, I know she dated wrong. the one guy, Lucas. What's his face? Hedges. Bananas. Over. I don't go bananas over Lucas Hedges. Yes, you do. He's just killing the game. He was. He's good. I don't go. No, I go I mean, bananas he's the, over. He's the one that 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 awakens his sexuality, and that's why you know no, that's no. why the relationship was awkward. I remember that. I mean, there were there are some charming moments, but again, it's nothing nothing that sticks in my mind. Nothing I go bananas that really... over Timothy Chalamet just to clear that up. Okay. Love Timmy. <laughs> Somebody, one of my friends, one of my friends from college sent me uh, the Call Me By Your Name, the movie, the whole downloaded movie. Hmm. Are you going to watch it? And I said, don't, don't, oh, don't no. watch it. I haven't. I've had it for two weeks. You don't know what it's like. You just don't know. Please it's, don't watch it. I haven't. I haven't, Brayden, but I'm dying over here. I'm not going to watch it. But it's just so hard now that I know it's right there. I, there are so many ways to, to access artistic media online I'm not going to watch it. I never would, okay? It's... it's just, and just, I, don't, I don't mean illegal. I mean... Yeah, I know. You know, to stream stuff via Hulu or yeah, YouTube I know, I know, or whatever. I know. To listen to music via Tidal or... Did you just say via Tidal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why'd you call it Tidal? Tidal or Spotify. Because I, I, I saw something You're about Tidal the other fan? day. Are you a big no, Disney fan? No. Do I strike you as a big Disney fan? Well, you title. It's just such an interesting choice. No, because I saw something, an article discussing it the other day. I listen to Spotify. I've got a Spotify account. Guess you'll listen to 444. Everybody else has, what, Bandcamp and... I use Spotify. SoundCloud. Everybody uses Spotify. Yeah, everybody uses Spotify. I don't, but most people do. Of course not. Title, huh? Who knew? Anyhow... <laughs> Go watch it in the theater before you start watching. I'm gonna see it in the theater two more times than you would like me to, Brayden. Okay. We both know this already. Even okay. if I don't like it, I'm I'm just gonna be too afraid to say anything now because everyone knows because I'm. Because you're so high, you've hyped it so much. Exactly. Can you imagine the heartbreak? That it wasn't good. It's probably gonna. Ha- no, I don't want to talk. No, about you're that. gonna love it. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> probably. Okay. Well, should we? Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Just talk for a few minutes about that. <laughs> just, 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 just. You brief... asked me about the Golden Globes. Just said a brief recap. Thing. That was my recap. I could go on for Three hours. Minutes? I could go on for hours. 
I didn't talk for a, 30 minutes. That was the Golden Globes. Yeah. You just got the Golden Globes. <laughs> Don't make me keep going. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit briefly about Red, uh, Red Sparrow. So this is a new, um, from the director of the latter three Hunger Games, and has Jennifer Lawrence as well. Um, it's a Joel Edgerton. Yeah, he is in it. Shelly K. Brown is in it. Yeah. Um, but it's like a Russian espionage kind of thriller coming out sometime early next year, I guess. Jeremy Irons. Has Jeremy Irons, yeah. Um, Looks so, god awful. I don't. I don't think it does, but I think I it looks. I think it looks. I'm. You know, I don't think it looks amazing, but I think it looks interesting. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. I like. Why it. do you have to have J J Law in the shower? J, I mean, this is this yeah. is again why I'm harping on the. Oh, let's make an adult fantasy. So Sally Hawkins nude. That's my point. Mm. Is why this film, in order to make. It sort of well. This film is kind of about sexuality, erotic or, or sexually charged. Why do you have to have Sally the starlet naked running around? Was not sexually charged. She was just naked. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, would say I don't know. But why does it does it necessarily bring anything to the film? Yeah. But, I mean, one part of the film is of this film is sexuality. Big so, part of this movie. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's somewhat. No, I haven't seen it. I don't know how if it's going to be exploitative, but I think it could have been directed by a woman. That might have helped. Yeah. So can a lot of movies. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any issue with sexuality in film, but I do have an issue where sexuality seems superfluous to the yeah. story. Or I shouldn't say sexuality, but but sexualizing thing it seems superfluous to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but I I like these kind of dark Well, uh, okay, Atomic Blonde. I think you mean when it turns from sexuality to objectification. Yes, thank you. That's yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But I mean, uh, Atomic Blonde, right? (laughs) I didn't. I need to see that. So good. I really need to see that. But how it was marketed? Well, it did have the sort of salacious kiss between Charlize Theron and another woman, which there is that kind of. I will say there's a pretty big scene in that that feels very unnecessary. But it didn't. What's your face? Yeah. Vergara. Uh, or uh, Batella. I'm thinking it through. I know what you're talking about. I don't think it was that bad. Don't worry about it. Just... It's just that for a few minutes. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it doesn't... I don't know. It, 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 it wasn't Charlize running around in, like, a bathing suit and then running around in evening, you know, low-cut evening wear and all this kind of stuff like you're seeing with this. And... I guess the whole point to Red Sparrow is that she's trained as an assassin intelligence agent who's supposed to be, I guess, what what is the term? A honeypot? Something like that. Something like that, right? She's a honeypot. And it just, I don't know. I mean, it just seems so sort of like... Yeah, I'm not a... I'm not can, we move, can we move past that? I mean, especially with the whole... No. Me Too movement going on right now. Mm-hmm. And granted, this film was probably put together... Prior. prior to antecedent to the Me Too movement, but it just it just why why? Mm-hmm. I mean, know? yeah, I mean, I don't think it, it's not like I'm most anticipated. I just think it looks interesting. I mean, and it, and it could be, but again, I don't think it even looks interesting though. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. Yeah, but I think that comes out maybe March or April, something like that. But yeah. So. Yeah. It's based on a book, right? Yeah. Or is it based on several? Isn't, isn't there a... 
I might have made this up. I've dreamt. I dream a lot of realistic things like this, but I think it's based on a trilogy. Might be. Or I, I, might think, have... I think it is based off a novel, though, so at least one. But anyways, um, all right, well, should we get on to some mail? Yes. Unless there's anything else? No. No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, yeah, so... We need a we need a little theme song for me. Yeah, I'm gonna tr- I'll try and come up with, try and find something. Can you get fine if we sing the one from Blue's Clues? If it's so bad that I mean, no one can recognize is, is it. Is that copyright infringement if we're singing the Blue's Clues? Song? Also, if it's less than thirty seconds. See, I want a lawyer. <laughs> Just we, we need to get a lawyer to consult about these things. Yeah. we can ask Cooper. He won't know. He, he doesn't. To. I don't think he wants to do intellectual property though. We'll ask him. He hasn't even started <laughs> law school yet, so his his opinion on law is about as sound as mine is. It was a joke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeding. I'm feeding into Thank the. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm right. participating. I'm a participant. <laughs> so uh, the film buds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us, and on Facebook and Twitter. And feel free to rate us on iTunes if you're. Thing is, I should say yes. Yeah, so we I saw a recent bump in our downloads and so if you're listening for the first time welcome welcome sorry welcome. about my <laughs> don't worry that never happens Rant. or if you're katie welcome back <laughs> yeah so katie if, from you're, New York. if you're if you're new we hope you stick around and feel free to send us emails of any questions or comments so we always like hearing from you but all right so this one is from vanessa no no little Hi, Says, hello, film buds. Uh, since you said we could share some of our favorite films of 2017, see, look, I've opened the, the rabbit hole. That's not it. <laughs> okay, can of worms. The floodgates. Uh, Whatever. That's the one. Open the rabbit hole. F- open the rabbit hole. <laughs> Down the floodgates. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask why a few quote unquote big films were not even mentioned on yours. Just wanted a little explanation. Um, for me, three billboards. And like I just mentioned, Ridley Scott's All the Money in the World, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, <gasps> The Disaster Artist, Mudbound, and Phantom Thread were top ones for me. Have you seen any oh, of these she yet? Must live in a city, city. Mudbound, I haven't seen. That's definitely one that I will Same. really, really want to yeah. watch. Um, again, it's one of those Netflix things, so it's always a little under the radar. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of these, or why did you, or what was the reasoning for not mentioning them? Thank you so much for the podcast. It's become a new favorite. Oh, thanks, Vanessa. Well, three billboards we did discuss. Yeah, uh, did I don't know that like... it, did it did it show up on any. It wasn't on my. No, top it wasn't on any list. of our lists. I th- no, I think she means on our top on our 10. top ten list. Yeah, it just missed my top ten list because I did feel it was a bit scattered in places. Yeah, me too. And it didn't have the same sort of resonance with me that In Bruges did. Um, it was kind of in a strange spot between in bruges and seven psychopaths seven psychopaths just being pure sort of goofy Genre. homage to like shoot em up bang bang actiony uh mafioso I like cowboy cats you know dogs. it was fun but in bruges was just so taut in terms of the writing the acting everything it was just the falling yeah it was just so good and three billboards was good, was excellent, but it just missed my top two because I don't, yeah. I don't feel like it had the sort of focus or resonance. I thought it hit a lot of really good notes, but I, it just, it felt a little scattered me in too. places. I concur. I know for me, it was just kind of, I, was, I liked it, but it was a little underwhelming. 
Yeah. Um, it, it was, banked it banked a little too much on the potty mouth shock factor. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Is the other thing. And the, well, I just think Francis McDormand's character was just way too underdeveloped. I just yeah. I just and I, I, yeah. I was really crazy about her acting. That was so. that was my problem too. Thank you. You just hit the nail on the head. Is I felt like she was just she was just pure anger and raw. Which I don't think I can. T- I mean. The only insight you get into her as a mother is the Lucas. flashback. Well, the flashback that she has when yeah. her daughter was still around, Which is, and then the kid is there, and then the dad comes in, and um, but yeah, it's just. But that's really the only insight you get to, into her as a mother, and you can tell that she loves the kids. But then, after her daughter's death, she's just bitter. And angry. Yeah, and she still has and a F-bombs son. everywhere. And yeah, yeah, her son, how, how... I'm not trying to be like that, but like, this is a, unfortunately relatable. Like, I know a lot of people who have been in similar situations, more mm-hmm. than one would want. It's just not, you don't just shut that you can't, especially like, not like yeah. that, but like mothers. Like, they're no, like, they're a lot of movies about strong moms. Like, you don't just shut down what she kind of did. Mm-hmm. And she's like low-key abusive to her son. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like horrible for the yeah. poor son because she's just, all she is, she's fixated on the daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's totally fixated on the daughter. And what about the son that she still has? Yeah, I just missed a lot of, and I'm not trying to be like that, but maybe it's because I was burdened by it too, but it's fine. It just missed a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's, that's three billboards. I mean, yeah. that's why it missed our top tens, I think. I mean, yeah. what else did she... All the money in the world came I, out at a weird time. So, I mean, I'll say I I don't know if... I mean, it would definitely would be my top ten, but maybe in my honorable mentions. I did think it was pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I did like Killing of Sacred Deer, so maybe that would be an honorable mention as well. I heard a lot of bad things about it. I didn't I didn't <laughs> really? much care for... Yeah, I didn't much care for the lobster. So oh, I, I, oh, I wasn't I didn't like... Either. Like, I wasn't super excited about seeing Killing of Sacred Deer. When it comes out on a streaming service, I may watch it. No, I mean, it then, it's but... like, I, I wasn't crazy about The Lobster either or Dogtooth, but this was like, it's it's something to see for sure. I mean, I. Maybe I did... I'll see it because you did make the comparison to Kubrick, so maybe it's worth it, seeing. It is very. Oh, feels very I'll just boy. say All the Money in the World just came out at a weird time. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the release got pushed back because of redoing Christopher Plummer as Kevin Spacey's roles. What's I'm curious getting? to see that, honestly. Just I I want to I want to see that. Yeah. I've heard really good things about Christopher Plummer. Oh, he's oh. I, we have I, the controversy. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, first, I mean, I'll say my the, kind of the biggest issue with the movie is just that it could, at times spends way too much on just showing you the kidnapping story rather mm-hmm. than kind of exploring the themes with it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know I found it to be pretty interesting. But oh, anyways, so yesterday, the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, reveal. No, I think it doesn't need to be like finalized, like or official, or is this like? Do you know, do you know that this is like really well? More the Washington Post revealed that of the ten million dollar dollars that they spent for the reshoots, uh, Wahlberg was paid two million and Michelle Williams was paid eighty dollars a day. That's not right. Yeah. And so now, I mean, I can understand Mark Wahlberg certainly has a lot more sort of star cachet than Michelle Williams does, but well, she's well, such an time excellent is valuable. actress. She's an excellent actress. She's it's an excellent ridiculous. actress. She's, she's, no, I, I don't know if she's won, but I know she's been nominated yeah. for yeah, a yeah. lot of things. Like Blue Valentine, I know she got nominated. And my Week with Marilyn. And my, yeah, My Week with Marilyn as well. She's. Can you even? How crazy no, is I don't, that? I mean, the thing is, like, I think he, they said he demanded or he re- required a higher. Not above her, but just the a big 
I mean, yeah, that but, kind uh, of discrepancy in pay. He's kind of yeah. he's, he's known for doing. He like ludicrous. Like apparently, they they in the article they said that a uh, J.C. Chandor, the guy who did All Is Lost, s- stepped out directing Deepwater oh, Horizon right. because mm-hmm. Wahlberg wanted too much of the budget to be his salary. But yeah, I mean, the big issue here is not with that, but with the discrepancy of the yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I, I don't understand. I mean, she's, she's, she's star quality. She's, and she's, she's, yeah, she's she great is, she's A amazing. acting. And she's like the lead character. She's the only yeah. good part so, of what's it called. And she, she was nominated for um, Manchester by the Sea yes, as well, she was. wasn't she? Yeah. I get, was she? She should have been, I don't remember. I think, no, she, yeah, she was. She was incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's, she, and she's the lead character. Wahlberg is just like a supporting yeah. guy. Yeah. So and I mean, that's the thing is she, she's, you know, Wahlberg, I you know I think I I still stand I think he's a good actor, he hasn't had a lot of good roles in the past few years, but he certainly hasn't gotten the the, the critical uh, yeah. praise that Michelle Williams has. It's just ridiculous. It's just so it's just ridiculous. I don't even know. Yeah, that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was surprised you you left off Disaster Artist. Yeah. Did is that one you just signed I, to, or is it you don't? It wasn't that. I mean, it was. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the most well-crafted movie. It was a little rough around the edges. Yeah, it was rough around the edges. I mean, I, I really liked James Franco. Uh, Dave Franco, I thought, was surprisingly good. Yeah. Considering don't how say much... surprisingly, please. Yeah. No, he don't get me really... going, oh my god, did you see when James Franco brought Dave on stage? Well, no, you didn't. Yeah, he brought, I, I he took it. his hand and when James won, he brought Dave with him. And it was so sweet. And then Tommy came on, but that's a different story. But oh, so cute! Poor yeah. third Franco brother. No one gives. A, I mean, I care. I care. Nah. Yeah, I care. I do. That's very sweet. Hashtag. Justice for. Yeah. I care, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, not Tommy. I don't. What's his name? Justin. I have to look it up. See, you don't even know what his name is. I usually is. do. He's he's really tall. Okay. What is um, his name? But yeah, so I mean, and I, I do need to see Mudbound still, and then Phantom Thread hasn't come around. Yeah, hasn't yeah come Phantom out yet. Thread hasn't been. Um, uh, it's only. Can't blame us for that one, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, Phantom Thread's only a limited release. Yeah. Right now. And then the post. Could, the post could be, but. We're doing the post next week. Yeah, I mean, hasn't come out yet. some of these films are. are I mean, if, if Vanessa, if you're living in, say, LA or Boston or New York, then That's obviously right. you're going to get some of these films before. The rest of us do. The, less, the rest of us plebs <laughs> who live in smaller communities. Yeah. But yeah, so that's... Other than that, there aren't many other films I think we left off. No. We're kind of I mean, it's not... Big. I didn't leave those out of my top ten because I thought they were bad films. I left yeah. them out of the top ten because there were certain things about them that... Um, the, the Again, these are this is subjective. These are films that yeah. I watched and I thought... It's what you resonates, know. you know? Yeah. Like a ladybird. Brian is like kind of eye rolling. But... Sigh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks, Vanessa. We appreciate it. And again, if anyone else has top ten lists, send them, send them our way. That'd be cool. We Just... may even read them. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so the other one we have today is from Brandon in Portland. Uh, it says, hi, everybody. This is one I was telling you about beforehand. So Hi, Brandon. <laughs> hope you all are well. Had a non-movie-related question. If you could live in any era and do anything, what would it be? Appreciate your hard work. 
Yours too, Brandon. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? I don't There's know. only three Chloe, of us. Chloe's looking at you, so I... I yeah. Okay. My, well, an interesting question. My gut is the Renaissance, because I've always been obsessed with it. But, like... I like bathrooms. It depends on the style of travel, really. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, you know. Yeah, I mean. I'd also like to go to the world, the first world's. I would not like to get serial killed, but I'd like to go to the world's fair in Chicago. Serial killed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, have you read Devil in the White City? Have you heard about that? No. no. Crazy, just a crazy story. Unfortunate, obviously. Scorsese and DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio bought the rights about oh god, probably eight years ago, seven eight years ago now, mm-hmm. which is why I read it. To be honest with you, but um, at the World's Fair, definitely White City. What's the author's name? Eric something. He writes a lot of uh, biography, biographical books, but he makes them very interesting. You know, mm-hmm. which is impressive. I'm surprised he hasn't written a screenplay yet. Honestly, like that, you know. He will. It's yeah. Yeah. So. Is there's a guy, he was a doctor, right? Doctor? I'm the one who read the book. I acknowledge this. <laughs> I should know. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio's going to play him. Hopefully. That's what matters. Whatever gets made. I said was going to. Mine still. Anyway. Um, but he was at the World's Fair and he used to like... He serial killed a bunch of girls. Yeah. yeah. He said he was a doctor. Right? I that, that's like a serial killer that was in Paris during the Nazi occupation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. That would be, there's a book about that I'd like to read. That's like that uh, episode of Sherlock with Toby, with a, whatever, Dobby. What's his name? Toby whatever, he's in everything. McGuire? Smallish guy. No. Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all over the place um, again. It, Keep anyways, talking. Um, well, I mean, as for me, the 50s have always been the era I've kind of been drawn to. So maybe like if be, I don't know, maybe like, like an actor in the 50s. You know, kind of like that golden era. You want to do what? Be an actor in the 50s. Oh, we get to choose our profession? Yeah, he said, or do any, he said. Anytime and do anything. Do anything. So oh, wow. You, you have like a choice of job or whatever. I'm guessing. Oh. We could be twisting Brandon's words here, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe like an actor in the 50s, that'd be kind of cool. Um, I mean, people keep looking at me. I, I don't we know. We both already said something. <laughs> Well, what, I don't know. This isn't this isn't oh, something that I think about a lot. This is not this is not something that I've really ever thought about before. It's I've made my peace with who I am and what my circumstances are. Which will so. you're such a dramatic person. <laughs> which well, well if you it. could if you could just be Braden as you are right now with your headphones on and just roam around anywhere and, and your your beanie just look around. What what would it be? Where would you go? 1920s? I really don't know. No, absolutely not. 1920s. Not, I like air conditioning too much. <laughs> I think we're on the same wavelength yet. Um, 60s with uh, music I mean, I, and all that. No, I no. hate hippies. Oh, <laughs> awkward. Uh I don't know. I honestly really have no. No, no idea. Hmm. Or would you go future? If anything, honestly, that's what I would prefer to do. I would go future. Um, it should be like a new like hashtag. <laughs> go future. Go future. <laughs> um, just to see, uh, 
it'd be more intriguing for me to see how things, how what the current circumstances, how they pan out. Like, what happens within Syria 10 years, 15 years, 15 hmm. years down the road? Oh, you're doing some, like, Back to the Future kind of stuff. You want to know who wins the World Series? No. <laughs> I don't care about who wins the World Series. Series. That's well, so immaterial. Well, then that's how Biff all his money. Yeah, I know, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in that. That that has no, you know. Uh, I just want to see how geopolitically things sort of pan out in the future. I mean, what happens with all of the changes going on in Saudi Arabia? What happens considering the presidency right now? What happens to America twenty years down the road? It'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about what about a movie world? You have to tell me if I'm moisturizing enough now. Yeah. Tell me how I'm looking. That's the big thing. <laughs> um, um, as for what, what I would be doing then, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, would you be podcasting? Maybe. <laughs> depends. Depends on what the podcast 20 years from now, we're all going to be sitting right here. Uh, depends on what the podcast Yeah, like, are. psycho. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, I, I think I'd much rather see the future just to see how things change and so I can understand how everything as it is right now moves towards whatever point it reaches in the future. Mm -hmm. And so much time has already been spent on how things have, you know, what happened leading to World War II? How did, how did Vietnam happen? You know, what's going on? And there's, you know, obviously a ton of literature and a ton of speculation and theories involving the Arab Spring and all these kinds of things. But what about the future? Because mm-hmm. prediction is always difficult. Prediction always fails. You know, it's so rare that somebody actually gets something right. When they do, they can never reproduce that. My mom always does. My mom's the little sidekick. I swear. <laughs> well, that kind of prediction is highly anomalous. But, um, and if people do get something right, they never can explain why. Right. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> well, then and if you so, did, you would be committed, but true. Yeah. Hmm. But, I don't know. I mean, as to what I would be doing, I haven't the, I haven't the foggiest what I, what I would be doing. I mean, because there's so many different things that I would actually enjoy doing, I think. You know? Uh, Fisherman? That'd be cool. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, yeah. you, oh. watch, you watch those shows like Deadliest Catch, right? No. I mean, that's awesome. Have have you seen the Biathon, the documentary? No, I really want to see that. I Blu-ray. We were gonna we were gonna play that at Chelsea, and then we didn't, yeah. and I was very upset about that. I really wanted to see that. I have it if you want to watch it. It's cool. Maybe it's I'll do cool that. I still doc. need to watch the girlfriend experience. I'm so, I'm oh, so oh yeah, I completely forgot that. I even. Yeah, I've, I've got it. Like, yeah. Um, Don't worry, because Charlie has like four of my Blu-rays that he's had for about a half year. So. Good lord. Yeah. I haven't had GFE that long. Two, three months maybe. Yeah, it, it does. GFE, long enough for it to get an abbreviation. <laughs> Brandon, you seen GFE? <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, Chloe, any what's so renaissance for you? Probably, really. That'd just be so cool to yeah. walk around. And... It would be. You would you would be one of the doctors, the medicine men with the, the a barber? What the heck? Isn't that what they were? They were barbers. No, seriously. They had barbers in, in, in medieval times. Before they had barbers, and barbers were the people that would, did leeching and bloodletting. It wasn't just mean, like no, shaving no, a haircut. No, they I mean, did. like the Italian guys with the, the, the pointy 
no curved nose, you know? Oh. I'd be straight chilling. I don't know. I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> just any I'd, be a stri- I'd be a street urchin. <laughs> I'd be straight That's chilling such... in the 50s. I mean, it'd be also cool to go to, like, like I went to that, the cafe that, whatever, what's it called, like, Blue Elephant? I don't know, something about Elephant Cafe where J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. It'd be cool to, like, go in there and be like, so what, what you doing? That'd be cool. I don't know. Can I use it to, like, creep on people? Sure. <laughs> Is that weird? Sure. I just bump into Daniel Radcliffe. Just that kind of thing. Cool. Use it for nothing of importance. Because I'm on an altar. History. Right. What like... if he did? What if he fell in... Well, what if he fell in love with you and then he... What if he was never in Harry Potter? What if you met him before that? Yeah, what if he fell in love with you and the shoot an acting career when I was so he four? could spend time with you? I well, don't know. Well, and he became a house a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Or a husband. You'd be married to Daniel Radcliffe, but then but nobody would know who Daniel Radcliffe you would have is. No idea that he would have no idea of the fame he could have had. <laughs> That'll keep you puzzled for a while. There's a brain twister. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. You're right, Clint? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay. I had another one. I forgot what it was now that Daniel Radcliffe doesn't exist. Mm. No, he does exist. He's just not Harry Potter. He's a figment of your imagination. If he wasn't Harry Potter, then that comedian Jack Whitehall might be Harry Potter, and that really... I'll take the bullet on this one and not marry Daniel Radcliffe. Then. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we I'm answered... tired. I know. I know, right? Hopefully we answered your question. Need my I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a difficult question. Yeah. I mean, that's not Brandon's something... overthinking it a little bit, maybe. Well, I tend to I overthink everything. You should watch Doctor Who, Brayden. I used to. I should get back to Oh, this it. little boy comes from pottery. He dresses as Doctor the 11th Doctor. He has this little brown long jacket and a little screwdriver. Which oh. was the 11th Doctor? Was Matt that David Smith. Tennant? Matt Smith, okay. So cute. And I was like, I was like, you know, I met the, I was like, I met the 10th Doctor. He's like, really? And I showed him a picture. He was like. The 10th Doctor was David Tennant, right? Yeah. Okay. He was like. Not as good as a dresser as the eleventh one. I said, fair enough. He even had a little bow tie. It was really cute. Hmm. Anyway. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you for the questions, everybody. Every, everybody. Uh-huh. And again, feel free to send us stuff. So I guess picks of the week. Chloe, you got yours. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, I've mentioned it thirty <laughs> freaking times already today, but. All the money in the world. All the, all the money in the world. It's a really interesting, and I'm I'm a huge Ridley Scott fan, so maybe I'm somewhat biased, but I did enjoy it a good bit. Not a masterpiece, but still a solid duck. Uh, yeah, I need to go see drama. Because I love me some Ridley Scott. In, but... Yeah, it's still in theaters, at least in a few places. So, um, at least deserves at least maybe a little bit more of the rec- recognition it's not receiving. That's but... how I feel about I Tanya. Well, yeah. I Tanya. I always say like. I, I, I robot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sequel. Um, and then, oh, I've also been rewatching Monk. The best show of all time. Oh, with Tony. I Shalhoub. grew up on that yeah. show. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, I'm a Natalie person. I, I like. I I just started rewatching episodes with Natalie, the assistant, and I, no, but then Sharon is cool though too. Ah, sorry. Really, I'm a Randy person. So Randy's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just. <laughs> That's on Amazon. You kind of like Leland. He's kind of like Leland. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know who Leland <laughs> Shuck. is. <laughs> Shuck. Shuck. Uh, but he's... 
that's on Amazon Prime, which I just recently discovered. And it just uh, went on. Yeah. And so, uh, really been enjoying that. So if you haven't seen that, that's a really fun detective show. And that might be about it. I think all I have. My friend planned to rewatch Cinderella. The, Not a Disney person. Sorry, the, the Lily the James. The Lynch. Kenneth Branagh one. Oh, okay. Just rewatched it. Obsessed with it. It's so good. I was it's actually so su- beautiful. I was actually surprised how much I liked that. Oh, it's so, it I'm, not, I'm not a Disney princess person. Uh-huh. It is so good. It is actually quite good, I will say. I'll admit. It's your turn. <laughs> is that on Netflix or anything? Or is... No. I don't think it's a live-action <laughs> adaptation of Cinderella. You didn't know about it? it? it Kenneth like Branagh. insane money. It, it was it. incredibly I good. I knew that Kenneth they did Beauty and the Beast. Kenneth Branagh, Helena Bonham Carter. No, no, this was before that. Okay. Much better. All right. Much better. Yeah. Uh, the, it was the, Disney? Kate Blanchett. It was Disney? Lily, yeah. Okay. And the, the production design and costumes are pretty, are pretty amazing, actually. Unreal. Like, it looks fantastic. Well, it's Disney. They've got I mean, no, all the money in the world. No, no, no. But Beauty and the Beast was so underwhelming in so many ways. And this was yeah, the opposite. Was. This was just the opposite. I, oh, I didn't watch that recently. It just did not. Just like it. terrible. It's terrible. I hated not good. It. Really? Garbage. The one with Emma Watson. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, awful. Okay. Really bad. Really? Not good. Yeah. Is that on Netflix, Cinderella? Or, oh, no, I just asked you that. Sorry. You gotta buy it. Darn. Butterfingers. <laughs> I mean, you have. <laughs> what? He says that all the time. He does his Butterfingers all the time. It works. It's good candy. I mean, yeah. I enjoy it. I do love Butterfingers, yeah. Great. They're there tasty. Yeah, there you go. Brain doesn't have anything. Brain. <laughs> um, watch anything? I I did mention People versus OJ Simpson last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still I'm still watching that. Uh I watched Manhunt. Uh, oh yeah. The 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 search for the Unabomber. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, it was on it was Discovery Channel, I guess. And it's on Netflix now, and so I watched that. And really good. Very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, it's the story of how this fellow, James Fitzgerald, sort of came up with this this whole process of forensic linguistics. Um, which I still find a little strange. I mean, if it's accepted in the court of law, then 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 that's all well and good. But I just languages can be such a malleable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it was fascinating watching the search for Unabomber, obviously, and how he came up with this whole, uh, forensic linguistics thing in order to, to sort of track down, I mean, and and looking at all the investigative footwork that was done in order to, to track down Ted Kaczynski as Mm -hmm. the Unabomber, um, and just the acting, obviously, was spectacular. Paul Bettany played uh, Ted Kaczynski. I do like Paul Bettany. I do like Paul Bettany. Yeah. Um, who don't? Who don't? He's a good actor. He a good uh, actor. His portrayal of Ted Kaczynski, I thought, was very uh, interesting. Um, so you, you, you see some of the frailties, but he doesn't play it in such a way that you go, oh, that poor Ted Kaczynski, oh, what society did to him. You watch and you go, okay, this guy had some hard mm-hmm. stuff, but obviously he came to the wrong conclusions. Yeah. Um, and so I thought his portrayal was good, uh, humanizing, but it didn't make it overly, yeah. he didn't, he didn't play it so, like, uh-huh. super sympathetic, so it was, I, I think he did a really good job of sort was of, was Jennifer Connelly in it? Towing the line, but no. Come on. No. <laughs> What's the point? Um. They're married, Henry. I know. It's a weird pair. I know. 
That is a strange You didn't pairing. know. Yeah, I did. I, I, I would not, I would never have shipped the two of them. <laughs> did I use that ship. correctly? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brandon really likes shipping. Um, and Sam Worthington's in it. Was He's there really not at the good. Door? I thought that was your dog. Me too. Okay. Um, the male person was already here. Uh, Sam Worthington was in it. And it was that was kind of funny because before I watched this, just you know, just a few days before I watched it, I uh, I was thinking, you know, Sam Worthington, I haven't seen him in ages. Where yeah. the hell would? Because I remember back it's what true. was it, 2013, 2014, 2015, everywhere. And he was everywhere. And he fell off. And he just totally boop, gone. That ledge, right? Yeah. Uh, he was in Avatar. He was in Terminator <laughs> Salvation. He was in something else. Oh, what's Demons another one Angels with ledges? And... <laughs> no, what what was he using? He was in um, Clash, Clash of, the of the Titans with Nicholas Holt. Right. right. And then and then <laughs> he dropped off the earth of nowhere, and then he resurfaced as as uh, Special Agent James Fitzgerald in in this eight part series. Yeah. And he was he was good. I liked him a lot. He was in The Shack with Octavia Spencer. The mm. Shack? It's a religious, like, It's a Christian. Jesus movie. Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there are our picks of the week, I guess. I'll save all my religious film viewing for anything with Kirk Cameron. Right. Um, I guess that's about all we have. Kirk Douglas was on the Golden Globes. He was so cute. Oh. Ah. <laughs> nice little teaser there. <laughs> what you may have missed <laughs> um so it. yeah so i we hope you enjoyed this show and so i guess next week the post molly's game no do the post for real over molly's game yeah and plus i want i want to see molly's game but i'm more excited about the post, the post. will be a newer molly's game fine. Has been a, fine, yeah. fine 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 um and we'll figure out you know uh Sounds or if there's something else everybody gets a chance to see we'll do that. I don't know. What else? What uh, is there any? Well, I mean, there are other good films. Why don't we just do both those movies? There's I Don. We we could do both. Game in the Post. We could do both. We could do. No retro view. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll keep you updated about that. And again, if you are a new listener, we hope you stick around and we hope you enjoyed it. It was quite a time. Henry's mad at me. No, no, it was quite a time here. Why? Why? Why would he be mad at you? Don't get me going on celebrities. But yeah, oh, your Golden Globe recap. He recap, thinks, I'm, he quote, thinks I've, I've uh, ruined the show for all the new no, listeners. No, no, it's fine. I'm, the I'm, new listeners are gone, so. But um. I got a marriage proposal and you didn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. Um, it's a couple. Yeah, but yeah. So we hope you have a good week, and we hope you enjoyed it. Any thanks, guys, for being here. Appreciate it. You're welcome. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, and so we will see you next week.